following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. Help the D make strides against breast cancer by donating to our Real Men Wear Pink page, maine.acsevents.org backslash Utica. It's important for us as a whole to help raise awareness, education, and do our part to help fight this horrible disease. The Disruption team will be raising funds at upcoming events and all our daily programming. Please support our cause by donating a few dollars to our Real Men Wear Pink page. To learn more, visit maine.acsevents.org backslash Utica or follow the donation link on our Facebook page. Help the D, save the bees, and put an end to breast cancer. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. A comedy benefit show for our veterans. In support of the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. On November 10th at Wakely, 700 Varick Street, Utica, join Disruption Network as they team up with 92.7 FM The Drive for this night of laughter. The evening will be hosted by Genesee Joe from The Drive. Performances by Mike Ciccone, Paul Kozlowski, Cortland Kluse, Mike Pelleggi, and DJ Ease One. Admission is by donation only. Please bring clothes, socks, gloves, non-perishable food items, or a small monetary donation. All donations will go to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Saturday, November 10th at Wakeley's on Varick Street. Doors open at 7 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. Thank you for your service. Is sponsored by the D, 92.7 FM, The Drive, Polly's Barbershop, Nye Volkswagen of Rome, Frank's Guns, and Central New York Seal Coating and Concrete. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new, pre-owned, or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net.
Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Only on the D! Somebody that's more deaf than me in the D. Whoever was using this microphone before me is way deafer than me. I can't believe it. Eardrums are blown, and so is my vocal cords. What's up, everybody? It's EC Radio time. How are you? Greetings and salutations. It is me, Z. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, as we like to call it. And Thirsty Thursday is brought to you today by Utica Coffee, our good friends Heather and Frank. And I got to give them some love and respect for coming out with us yesterday to do the coffee delivery to the local police department. Hi there. It was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to do that again. And big ups to our friends over at Nye Volkswagen in Rome, too, for letting us drive the Atlas. That was a pretty freaking sweet car. But uh, thank you so much to Utica Coffee. You guys got to check them out. Wake the hell up. If you're not familiar with Utica Coffee, get yourself familiar with them and uh, wake the hell up as their slogan says that's what they do they, they they wake the hell up and gary my guest today gary julian friend of mine over here is the one who brought me this utica coffee so thanks bro thanks hey, for you got it man you got it this was really good it's delicious man. heather's very nice oh the best yeah the best and they got a array of flavors down there yeah i can't even choose you can't choose no and it's uh, usually i get a shot of espresso in mine but not when i go there no, oh man you, right. get the, you get the coffee sweats that's strong enough you know Feeling like a little bit of a crackheadish, I'd like to say. <laughs> you turn into cornholio. Oh, right? yeah, man. Just paranoid, like looking around, like, why am I sweating so bad? It's the coffee. <laughs> it's the coffee. But it is the best coffee in the world. I said that yesterday when we were driving around delivering coffee to the police department, but it is amazing coffee. Which it really one, is. Do you know which one this is? This is the uh, Colombio Supremo. Colombio you know, Supremo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You if didn't it, roll it, your tongue it, when it's, you said it's, it. Uh, it's Italian for Colombia? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I never know how to say the coffees. That's what I like about going to places like Utica Coffee, Starbucks. I love Starbucks, but I'm always confused. It's like, can you give me something off the menu? Because you see the venti that I, I still don't have that pinned down. You don't. So grande venti latte. I, I don't know. I don't. Can I just have a medium something? <laughs> yeah, medium. Yeah, right. frappe latte. Ice frozen. Uh, What are you doing to me? You're giving me too many decisions. Yeah. And I'm panicked because there's people behind me. And it's in another language. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's they're always nice, but I'm just confused. I could barely say small, medium, and large. I I know, I know. Just give me a medium something. But, yeah, man, I'm I'm a big fan of Utica Coffee. I see it everywhere now. I love Mm -hmm. seeing it at Price Shopper, Hannaford, and having you could make it at home. And they got all the flavors, you know, and everybody's drinking them. Right. The cool thing, too, is they got the K-Cups now. They do have the cake cups. The little cake cups. You can get the canola. Oh flavor, yeah, yep. Or the regular flavor too, or the Jamaican me crazy flavor. What, what's that really strong one? Because I know there's a wake the hell up, but I know there's a another one that I was about to get my wife to for her to bring to work, uh-huh. but I didn't want to do it to her because that's just you know instant wake up. I but back a while ago there was like this boilermaker roast that he made, and that was potent, dude. 
Poten yeah. or the Utica Roast or one of them. It was named locally. It's like one of the local, like either the Boilermaker or Utica Roast or something like that. I mean, it, wake the hell up. That's definitely the appropriate slang for that. It really is, man. It's it got is. a boost. Because I hate, I it can't, I, I'm, I'm I'm snotty when it comes to coffee. I can't drink Are that you? Folger. Yeah, I can't. I Can you can't. drink Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, you know how I feel about Dunkin'. Have you ever seen my videos? <laughs> I, I'll tell you I what. Have, I tell you what. I gave Dunkin' so many fair shakes, you know, and they've messed up several times. Right. Their coffee, can I say this? It tastes like swamp water. If it, if they took water and rolled it off a dirty rock and put a little bit of coffee in it, that would be Dunkin' Donuts. They're never <laughs> consistent. You ask for one cream. I'm telling you, Z, they give you, it's a half a cup of milk with a splash of coffee. Like, I don't want that. Right. I, and I specifically say splash of cream. And then when you get a small coffee, they give you a little crackhead cup that it looks like a homeless man is using to get change with. And it, then they got that makeshift lid. It spills all over you. It's like, what are you doing to me, Dunkin' Donuts? And not only that, every time I go there, for, my kids love chocolate long johns. They'll, they'll demolish them every time I go there. Can I have a dozen chocolate long johns? We don't have any. Then why do you have them on the... This has happened multiple times. Like, I could see once. Can, okay, I, I could wait as you go make them because you are a donut shop. You have donuts. Take it off the menu. They actually dropped it. They dropped the donut from their names. It's just Duncan now. You know what's so funny? I made a YouTube video talking about this, and I said, Duncan, just change your name. Change your name to Duncan Coffee. Lo and behold. They did. I pr yeah, <laughs> right after. So is it safe to say you boycotted them now because of all these bad incidents? You know what? I can't say I boycotted them no. because that'd be a lie, but they are the, they are the shittiest piece of shit in the box. <laughs> so if it's like convenient, it's there. I mean, yeah. how, many, how many Starbucks do you see? How many like... Random coffee places. I'd rather go to those mom and pop shops like Utica Coffee or Daylight Donuts because at least you know it's local and everything like that. Where Dunkin's commercialized, they don't care. But if there's a Dunkin and it's on the way to somewhere where I gotta be, I'm getting Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. I'm not happy about it, but I'm getting it. I'm with you. Yeah. If you're on the road or something like that, it's the only option. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Gotta go with it. Not a fan. I don't understand how I, they're so successful, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're just. That's a longevity thing, too. They've been around for how long? Yeah, but remember the remember? guy going to make the donuts? Going to... <laughs> You're reading my mind. What happened to him? Yeah. Did he die? Oh, he's gone. I'm Ort. He's He died? He, he, he died making the donuts. No, he didn't die. Yeah, he died. You're lying to me. In the bakery itself. He just dropped dead when he was making the donuts. He was such a sweet image. He was you making know? glazed donuts at the time, too. Was he really? Mm -hmm. mm. Did he eat the donuts? No, no he, he faced first into it. Done. Oh, Duncan guy. What was his name? Uh, Mr. Donut. I have no idea what his name was. I bet if you look him up, you know who he looked like? The micro, uh... He looked like the real-life Mario brother. Yeah, and that, uh, who's the guy who talked real fast? The guy who talked really fast? Morton Downey Jr.? No, no, no. One more. <laughs> no, no, who was it? Uh, the Micro Machines guy. I don't know. He talked, like, really fast. Like, the, like an auctioneer type? Well, of he had a mustache. Mm -hmm. He had a mustache, too, and the Duncan guy had a mustache, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he looked like Super Mario, brother. I yeah, he was kind of shaped. See, you know what I mean? He was getting up at 3 a.m. to make those donuts. Yeah, too. could you imagine if they had guys in commercials like that? Now everybody's all fit and everything. The Dunkin' guy, like 12-pack abs and looks like Abercrombie model. That's what it's boiled down to. It's all about looks. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I go to Planet Fitness five days a week, right? Does it make and you hate yourself? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Well, what makes me hate myself is what makes me hate that place a little bit. And, and not that I hate it, but... They, they will put out Dunkin' Donuts or pizza on, like, a Tuesday. Right? I know. When like, I, like, you just got done sweating all these calories out. 
and now you're going to put them right you're, back You're really going to put some carbs in front of my face exactly. with sauce and cheese on it? Thank it, you, Planet it's Fitness. It's Pizza Tuesday. Who's going to turn that down? No one's going to turn down pizza. And bagels, too. Yeah, I, I worked with a kid who doesn't like cheese or bacon. I'm like, you're, you're a fucking communist is what you are. Like, they, So rarely do you ever see someone who doesn't like pizza. You know, but I used to go to Planet Fitness. Back to the Utica oh. coffee, though. That Utica buzz was the high potent one. My uh, my friend Jay Stevens checking in. Jay Stevens, what's up, brother? Yeah, he's checking in. Say Utica buzz. So that's try that one because that one back to Utica coffee is because they are the best coffee in the world. And screw Dunkin' and Starbucks. Yeah, for sure, guys. If it, you know, if you have to choose, yeah, choose Utica coffee. But Utica buzz, man. And Jay Stevens saying right now, you're his spirit animal. I'm his spirit. You know, me and Jay used to run back in the day together. BFF, man, sleepovers and whatnot. Do you know his whole sock routine that he had going on when he was he was selling used socks on the internet? What was he doing with those socks before? But there's like a whole. Well, he was wearing them, going to play tennis or whatever, and then he'd put them in like a Ziploc bag and sell them to people who had foot fetishes and sock fetishes. Did you know that? Uh, he is, man. <laughs> the kid comes up story. with the dumbest shit, but it, it works for him. Like how did? He really did that? Did he sell any socks? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was very lucrative for him. What the hell? Why am I not thinking of this? Are you kidding me? I, I got so many socks for days. Flat socks, dry socks. They might be. They might crack in half. There's a whole, there's a whole market out there for that, and it, it's strange. We've had him on the show before talking about it, and it was very lucrative for him. I got him through college. Get that. He, the, I'll tell you what, Jay's always been. Uh, he he's all old boy right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. That kid's always like thought outside of the box. You know what I mean? Oh, he was the funnest, funnest kid. It's that I used to sleep over his house and mow his lawn in the morning. <laughs> they, they, yeah, I know his, his parents. Awesome. If they only knew that he sold socks, I wonder if his mom and dad know about that. I think they encouraged him. I think he sold his dad's socks on him. Not even. I only. can't believe that's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> And he doesn't share this. He's no, like he an, shared it. Oh, I mean, after the fact, though, after he made money off of it. Like, right, I got right. that, like, evil scientist type shit. Like, I got this idea. <laughs> where? Ask him where he heard that. Where did... You're asking him right now. Where did you come up with the idea to do that, Jay? Like, what... Please, drop some knowledge. Just on eBay or he was on one of those... Did sites. you see something that was saying, like, what made you wake up one day and said, oh... Socks, foot fetishes, buying, people, money. Like, what happened? And the, and the stinkier the sock, the better. The more money he would get. Get the hell out of here. But would, Jay. He would post these socks, right, and tell a story. Like, I used these socks playing basketball for four hours, and then I went to the grocery Do store. Do they see his face? Do they know who said no, sock wearer is? No, he's a foot model. That's you, it. You are, man. You're basically a foot model. Yeah. but. You're a foot whore is what you are. Like, if you really think about it, man, you've been around the block. Your socks. Mm -hmm. Like, how dare you adopt your socks? And it's like sock trafficking. Yeah. It really is, it's man. Illegal. Those poor socks. and. But there's people out there that wanted, like, and the whole initial thing is you have to put them in a Ziploc bag. We went in this full detail the last time he was on the show about this. So what he has to do, you know, he gets them all sweaty, puts them in a Ziploc bag. And then what they do is they open it up and get the fresh smell and... Oh, my God. Like, I'm all about do you. You know, I'm all about people having their little whatever. I don't judge anybody for what they do, but that's just that's just weird. Okay, now he's saying a kid that he used to work with, my wife did it too, told her about it, and uh, he searched used men's socks on eBay, and boom, the rest Hi, is Sean. history. <laughs> 
Oh my god, man. I am yeah. just used men's socks. Look it up. I'm kind of depressed now because here I've been trying to find these side hustles. Like, what what could I do? Like, <laughs> man, I'm a gem. And you're selling used socks on eBay and making money off of it. Like, how, how do you sell? Do you, do you mail them to the people? I mean, how's this work? Do you meet some of the people? Uh, is this dangerous? No, no, they're all over the world. Like, I think he sent socks into, like, Indonesia and, like, Australia and shit. Not just, I don't think anybody was local at all. Oh, my God, man. Strange. People, people, there's got groups their out things, there. You know? At least they're not violent. Right. You know what I mean? Keep it to yourself. Right. But, man, Jay. And he's a good looking dude. Jay, Jay's a stud, right? I mean, you're better than that, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, how do they know you're a good looking guy? How do they not know that there's some 500 pound, just gangly looking dude that's got his socks? I mean, they, they don't would care. love the 500 pound gangly dudes. Because they're stinkier. You're right. I don't know. I don't get it. He's saying search AMA on I don't, Reddit. I don't want to search anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my Google history was weird enough. Now I, now you're just adding something to the table. Is that done over the dark web? Uh, everything is the dark web these days, don't you think? Yeah, I hear dark web all the time, and there's some weird shit on dark web, but it's like, okay, wh- what's the, what is the dark? Do you type in dark web? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, I look at my porn history, and I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty vanilla, I, I'd like to say, but I mean, I talk to some friends that aren't vanilla. They're, they go, they go to a place that's like me and you might look at them and go, oh my God, you do that. So I, I want to know what the dark web is and if anybody's educated on that as well, aside from the sock hustle. There's a fetish for everybody out there. Well, when I was deployed in Pakistan, we used to bang our socks I mean, there was no women around, so yeah, call them fifis. It's like prison shit. Well, how would you, how would you do that? What well, you, you take a you take a rubber glove, okay, right? You fold it in half, or you fold it down, uh-huh. and you know, in, insert lube here and penis. It's like, yeah, so like it, Vaseline you, or something, or yeah, well, you know, whatever your flavor, okay. you know, it's trial and error, w- w- what works best. But then you hand lotion or yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a guy who's learned through trial and error with masturbation. White rain, don't do it. White rain. Not the shampoo. Don't do it. It's it burns, right? Say, oh yeah, Vaseline. It's it's just a mess. Peanut butter. Yeah, I tried it. Now, when you're doing <laughs> the, when you're doing this glove thing in the military, like you're staying in a bunk full of people. How do you do it? Like in the shower, or are you like turning your back on some of them? Or well, well, I tell you, see, I had my own private space. Like we had our own. Like th- there was a tent. So when I was in Iraq, we had mods, okay. like these fixed facilities where there were like six to a room. And I'm a boss when it comes to masturbation. Don't get in the way of me masturbating. So we'd have sheets, like on the bunk beds. Put down the sheet, you know what I'm doing. But I wanted him to watch. So I left the sheet up. No, I'm just kidding. But like my buddies knew, like you know what I'm, up, you know what I'm about to do. Get the fuck out. Let me do my thing, you know. Or it, it, it just, I, I guess it's, you go where the, the river takes you. You know, where it calls for it. Jay is saying the dark web is the shit and it's not searchable on Google. You need a special browser to get to get to these sites. Yeah, That's something I don't want to do. There's some creepy shit out there, bro. Something I don't want to do, man. I mean, it's <laughs> the people, man. I'm, I'm so sad I have kids, you know, for God, their future and what it holds. And it keeps growing, right? This dark shit or whatever people are doing right. to get off on it. Just when you think it couldn't get any worse. Yeah, it yeah. It does. Oh my God, at least, like I was watching a, a Sebastian Manus, 
Gallo? Is yeah. that his? Uh, oh God, man, he's hilarious. But he was talking about the internet and talking about you know when internet didn't exist, people were doing this shit in the privacy of their own home, and no one knew about it. You could be as weird as you wanted. Now they have a platform to showcase that and make other people do that. So it's like, oh, like the sock fetish thing. Oh, okay. So I've been thinking this, but other people are doing it. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a go. Other people smell socks and... uh. (laughs) Jay, you ruined my day. Thank you. You ruined this whole time on the radio. See, he ruined it for you. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, but um, so... I know it's weird because with the whole masturbating thing and being deployed, like you're you're in a war like situation, right? And the last thing you want to think about is masturbating. Right. No. Y- you couldn't believe the amount of people that that was number one priority. It's a priority. Right? Yeah, I got to get it well, out of the way. it takes the edge off. Oh, yeah, it does, man. You know, you're a better person for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got it. You don't yeah. want that built up aggression, like that, the pent up. Yeah, your wife, your spouse, and they're it, not around. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you got to do you. You got to do you. Mm-hmm. So adapt to the environment is what I always say. How long have you been out of the military now? I'm still in. You're still in? You're active reserve? I'm active guard. Yeah, so full time. Full time. And, and uh, how long have you been in? Ten, uh, ten plus years. Ten years. Yeah. Thanks for your service, man. Yeah. You're welcome. You're worth it. it. No, seriously. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's. It's guys like you that protect our freedom. Yeah, well, I know, I know. And, you know, it's. um. And, we, and actually, a guy like me can do this because of a guy like you. Oh, thanks, man. And, and act like an idiot every day on the podcast. I know, I envy you, man. <laughs> what do you mean? You're here right now. No, I know, I know. No, no, and thank you for the opportunity. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it, I'll tell you what. The military is great if you're one of those lost souls that need that structure and need that discipline and trying to find yourself. And that's, it's, it's done that for me. It's like made me, you know, brought me to where I am today. So, um, I'm grateful for the opportunity with them too. Cause it's hard to sign that paper. Now, what are you going to do? Do you have a future plan? I do have a future plan. I got hit like a year, a couple of years and then bounce out. Retire well, well, I'm hoping, you know, the end goal is to do my 10 years, get 20 retire. Um, and, Go on the radio, start comedy. There you go. And the only reason that I've been reluctant to do stand-up or anything like that is because of that uh, military um, weight, I guess. You have to present yourself a certain way. And, you know, here I am talking about masturbating and socks and whatnot. I'm sorry, Air Force, but um, <laughs> it's all an act. I, I, I'm i not – this is not me. It's just an act. That's what I always say. But, uh, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. This is who I am. But uh, I'll tell you what – that that's been the most challenging part is saying okay getting on stage and being able to be you and be just be free to be you and not have any boundaries any limitations but wearing that uniform you you are liable for what you say you know you, you know to a certain extent mm-hmm. um you know and that's when you know politics race anything negative it, it doesn't come out of my mouth anyway but um it's just still i'm representing the united states air force mm-hmm. And if I get on stage, I, I even though like my my commanders, they always say, just tell everybody it's an act because they they always advocate for me. They want to come to my stand up shows. Man, you'd be a great comedian. You got to do it. You got to do it type deal. Um, but still, it's it's in it's in the back of my brain. Like, oh, man, just just wait. So that's why I'm getting my feet wet into it now, taking baby steps, seeing what I do, doing those open mic nights and seeing how I roll. Um, do you have material written right now? I do. I do have some material, but that's, you know, Z, that's why I stopped in the first place. Because initially when I wanted to be a comedian and actor, I was real young. I was doing my thing, just being irresponsible, 
not that it, it was I didn't know who I was yet to sit there and get on stage and yeah it was funny to my friends but my mind is so random and to get out a, a clear thought in this mess of a whirlwind tornado and finish a sentence was was difficult for me because it's like when I'm telling one joke I'm thinking of another one but I didn't finish the punchline now my audience is confused now I'm panicked how do I come back and I remember the last stand-up show I did was at Trey Montaigne Cafe and uh, I did an open mic night and I, 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 was, I was on the ball. I was getting it. I was getting it. And then all of a sudden, something hit me in my brain where I was like, Fuck, where was I going with this? I just stopped. I pretty much walked off stage and that was the last time I did stand-up. So now, at the age I am, with all the material I have, being a father, being a husband, you know, owning all that, being a father of daughters, no less... There's a lot of, there's a lot of funny shit that could come from that. So yeah, man, I take notes, I jot it down, and now my plan is to be more structured, have that topic, have the punchline. Don't don't veer away from that. You know, give the audience what they're looking for, and be honest doing it. So, is your brain process faster than you speak? Is that what you're? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my, I, I mean, mine does too. It sucks, man, because it's like I have all these good thoughts. Is that considered ADD? Oh, yeah. It is? Oh, yeah, right. definitely, definitely. Yeah, we have ADD all day. But is it a thing? Is ADD a thing? No, it's not. You just, you're thinking about a lot of cool stuff. It's not like my brain's going 50 different directions in any like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. No, no, nothing's clouding that. It's just all awesome. But how do I bring in all that awesome? How do I get it out of my mouth? What I'm thinking in my head, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to say this, but then it doesn't come out the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on it. You know, plus, man, we got to get your ass back up on that stage. Bro. Dude, I, I get terrified. I throw up every time I go on stage. Do you? Oh, yeah. And you want to think what it. about skits? Have you ever thought about writing skits or, or kind of like some kind of parody? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'd like I like to get into that, like improv and, and things of that nature. But how about host a podcast? I'd love to host a podcast, but I don't know a damn See, thing. You don't about... seem nervous to me now. I mean, just we're sitting here talking. No, no, I'm so... not. I'm not the least bit nervous. Right. You know, because this is so. this is a comfortable format. Oh, this is natural for me. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's it, I, I'd like to do it. But to find the time with the kids being my age, the schedule I work, you know, just you don't have to do a podcast every day, bro. Once a month or really, once a week or but you want to stay consistent, though. Yeah, of course, but you know, just putting content out there is what it's really about. Well, that's why you know I've been utilizing uh, my Instagram, Big Headed mm-hmm. underscore Thoughts. Is it Big Headed underscore Thoughts? It is. I think so. Yeah, it's underscore. <laughs> yeah, Big Headed Thoughts, and that you know, I mean, that's been a way for me to kind of get my material. Yeah. See what I like to talk about, and you know, just be honest. Give people because what I've noticed about a lot of people is that their anxiety and fear of other people and what they think mm. stops them from being them. I agree. And this, not me. It's <laughs> funny you mentioned anxiety because everybody has anxiety. I was talking to my girl about this this morning, as a matter of fact. Everybody has somewhat anxiety, but I feel like people kind of blow it out of proportion. I do to a certain extent. You know, I think what I, because my wife, my wife has anxiety and she, um, she works through it and she's been a boss at life. She is the type of person to actually um, look, go in a situation where I'm not thinking. I'm thinking just what's going on. She's thinking of every dangerous thing that could happen in that given situation. And it's like she looks around. And probably more so because being a mom, being a parent, being, you know, right. protective and all the dangers involved. And, you know, I kind of, I'm a fight or flight type of guy. I can't think about it. And 
anticipate it or else it's just going to drive me nuts. So even when sometimes I do get anxiety, I, I tell myself, okay, I, I work it out in my head. Right. What are these thoughts? Are they valid? Can I control this? And, you know, unfortunately, um, she can't sometimes. And I've been reading a lot of this uh, psychiatrist, uh, you know, dealing with spouses with anxiety and things like that, what to do. And the problem is, is that you can't make them feel cripple and you can't make them feel blame them like what they're doing is wrong because what they're thinking they don't want to think it they don't want to feel that way Mm -hmm. so you kind of got to help them through it's like you you know when you're mad and someone's telling you to calm down and you're calm what do you do get more mad yeah (laughs) like you're like i'm calm like no no chill out no No, really i'm I'm calm calm. and then you flip the hell out yeah you know and it's just like that so Story of my life right there. Yeah, no, I know, man. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I just dude. talk loud. I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or when someone breaks your balls and they're like, no, dude, I'm sorry. They think you're mad. It's like, I'm not mad. I want you to break my balls. I want you to say some insulting shit so we can work off this conversation. Right. You know? Sometimes I just want to be able to vent. Don't argue with me. Just let me say what I need to say and get it out. Right, right, and, right. And, and like once you come back at me, it's when it's going to turn into an argument. Right. Right. Just shut up. Let me say what I need to say. Yeah, people feel the way they and, feel. And I feel so much better, and then we can work everything out. Right. After I say everything. See, that's the thing about me, too, Z. I'm an honest guy. I right. will tell you. You ask me a question, I'm giving you an honest answer. Me, too. But I move forward from that. If like someone's gonna get mad, if I get in an argument with someone, and I get it off my chest, we're good. Uh-huh. That's water under the bridge. Right. Rather than some of these people who tell ten people that don't matter, don't give a shit, you're talking shit. You didn't get anything solved, and you're more angry about the situation than what it what it was before. You know, blowing shit out of proportion. Life's too short for that nonsense. I agree. You know, I mean, I don't want to sit there and get involved in things that aren't gonna benefit my life. You know what I mean, or bring me up. I don't want to look at my deathbed and go, oh, I had a bunch of arguments and fucking just nonsense. Right. Garbage shit, you know? So, hey, thumbs up, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I got like. He's live on his Instagram right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's big headed thoughts, it's big right? Big headed thoughts, yeah. Big headed thoughts. And I'm a fan of your Instagram. I appreciate that, and man. Yesterday you had me cracking up with the Halloween. Yesterday, but being Halloween, you dressed up like pretty much the authentic Spider-Man. Like, Dude, where'd you get that costume from? That, that was I, dope. I was looking online forever. Always wanted to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, I got the body for it, so why not? It's like God's telling me something. Yeah. You know, you're a frail little dude, too. So, uh, yeah, I, I was looking online. I was looking at uh, Spirit of Halloween, all those other shops and everything, and then um, I forgot where I got it. I got it off of Amazon, but I was, I'm not big on reading reviews only because it's someone else's opinion, but now I do. Now, now I read the reviews. It's like, because you don't know what's bullshit. You don't know what they're putting out there. But my wife taught me that if you see a lot of reviews and it's like four and up, three and up, those are legitimate reviews. But if you're looking at something and it's got like two four-star reviews, it's bullshit. Those reviews are, that company put them out there. So I've been learning through that. She's taught me to be a boss at that. And uh, I was reading all the reviews and everybody was uh, pretty pleased with their, their purchase. So I got it, and lo and behold, I'm Spider-Man. You're a Spider-Man. Yeah, man. And I, you know, the first night I got it, I was trying to do some dirty shit with my wife, and you like you're trying to outdo your kids in their costume. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you're you're Rocky from Paw Patrol. <laughs> what did he save? Nothing. Spider-Man could leap through buildings. <laughs> He's a cartoon. <laughs> you have these discussions with your kids? Oh, yeah, I break their balls on a constant basis, man. And you have to. You have to make them strong, and they're fun. You know, they feed off of it. Sometimes it kills their soul, but I build them back up. Um, 
But yeah, when I got the costume, I was like, I couldn't wait to put it on. And th- I was going to like fake it to my kids, like leave the house and come back. Like, where'd daddy go? And come back in the Spider-Man costume. And it didn't work. They're, they were like, daddy, what are you doing? I'm like, daddy's not here. Spider-Man says, be safe, be good, and be kind. And my daughter looks at me. She goes, daddy, Spider-Man doesn't talk like that. I'll, All right. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> and your breath smells like coffee. And it stinks. Like you could smell my breath through the Spider-Man costume. Like I'm soul crushed. So they went to bed. <laughs> so that, and I'm sitting on my couch in front of my window. Just I want to break my neighbor's balls because the couple weeks ago I mowed my lawn in my Space Ghost costume. I got a Space Ghost costume too. Let's let's go tear shit up. We dude. should. <laughs> Why aren't we? Are you kidding me? Is this magic? Can we make this happen? I'm just learning this. Do we you. just become best friends? Good. Um, yeah, I get creepy, man. You're gonna be like Gary. Stop calling me. Uh, no, but I, I I mowed my lawn in my Space Ghost costume just to make the neighbors start talking, and then I get my Spider-Man costume. So I'm sitting on my window ledge, like Spider-Man. Just looking for danger, man. You don't know what crime's going to be out there and who needs Spider-Man. People are driving by. Like, they're like, is that fucking Spider-Man? That is Spider-Man. Then when my kids went to bed, my wife's like, will you take that off? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not Halloween yet. I don't care. Spider-Man doesn't sleep. So then I get He's in the bed. He's always on call. Yeah, so then I get in the bed. I'm like, what do you want to do to Spider-Man? You know, I try to get sexy. I'm like, if I had Spider-Man in my bed, I might do some dirty shit to him. So I'm thinking, she's going to want to. See, she wanted nothing to do with it. Like, it's like, none none of the girls in my house are no longer fans of me. She didn't want to see your webby penis? No. 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 And, you know, everybody's like, on the reviews, it said, make sure you wear some tight-fitted underwear to cover up the jammy jam because it shows. Probably does. No. No. I'm being glorious on this one. I'm showing this off. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm not wearing, I'm going... Commando? Commando, yeah. Oh, God. What do, what do I want to cover up? Spider-Man's good to go. And then when I went to Tony's Pizza last night, because I have been wearing it to random places just because, um, not even on Halloween, but I went to Tony's Pizza last night to pick up pizza before Halloween. Some old lady was like, oh, hey, Spider-Man I held the door for her. She was like, you got the body for her. I was like, that's what I've been telling myself. Thank you, old lady. I mean, young lady. I appreciate that comment. So... That makes me want to wear it more where people are going to get so annoyed with it. They're going to be like, all right, take off the fucking Spider-Man costume. Give it up, dude. No. Is no Spider-Man going to be shoveling snow this winter? He sure is. Is he? He sure is. But I got to get... So here's what happened, right? <laughs> I'm trying to make shoes for my Spider-Man costume because it's got the feeties. So I cut my sandals. I shave it down for, for a bottom sole. I take Gorilla Glue, put it on the sandals. Of course, my wife looks at me. She goes, Gary, Gorilla Glue doesn't go on fabric. I said, yes, it does. I step on the thing. It wasn't sticking. So I'm like, okay, this is great. So then I took a hot glue gun, put it on the sandals, and stepped on it. See, when I tell you, I had nowhere to go. I, I couldn't take off the costume. I got super glue all over my hardwood floors. Because of this, like I ruined the bottom. There's a hole on the bottom foot now, so now I got to get a new one. So that that was a thing. Day in the life of Spider Man. My God, man, I really botched that up. Like I, I had the best intentions, but it just didn't happen. Are you the type of guy that has a ton of costumes laying around? Oh, sure do. You do? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. John Snow. You space. have a John Snow costume. Sure do. Knight in shining armor, Space Ghost. I got that uh, shadow silhouette one. Um, man. I got the 
what's that? The chicken one? Were you riding a chicken or is it a rooster? Well, see, I kept all my costumes. Oh, Prince. You got a Prince costume? Got uh, 80s rocker, of course. Yeah. And I'll wear them anywhere. Is this like a, like a in-your-closet type thing, or is it in like a storage well, unit? or like it, a, It's like in my basement. It's in my bin? basement, but sometimes I'll play dress-up with my kids. Okay. Like, I'll mess around. Like, I got a penguin costume, or I got a tiger costume for my daughter, or the get on my back, and they're like, I'm riding a tiger. Like, my knees hurt, but all right, I guess I got to do this. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to... I try to Build their imagination, if you will. Have fun with them, but yeah, I should keep my costumes in my closet. Why oh, you don't have any costumes? Oh, I got tons. Do you really? I have a lot of wigs and like you know feather boas and gl- big old glasses, and I have a uh, space ghost and just random. I have a Popeye costume and uh-huh. some random costumes, and I put them all in this giant like hockey bag. Okay. You know, you oh, so you keep them out? I, you know, I haven't busted them out in a while. They're just kind of sitting there in my closet right now, this giant hockey bag full of costumes, and there's a ton of shit in there. Oh, really? Mustaches and beards and just... You know, when I had the club back in the day, um, every as, as a matter of fact, uh, Halloween was our anniversary. We opened on October 31st, 2002, so we would always have this barn burner of a Halloween party. The next day, I would find all the leftover costumes because people would be so drunk, they'd leave their costume behind, and I'd just take it and keep them. Yeah, so there was so many great costumes left behind, or so many great wigs. So yeah, I still have most of them. It's so hard when you go out because there's always a portion of that costume that makes it difficult to live, like that night. You know what I mean? Whether it be a mask or the glasses or the costume, you can't. You got to take everything off to go to the bathroom or whatever the case may be. Or you're, you're just too drunk and you still yeah, want to oh, shed your yeah. costume off one by one. One night, yeah. It, and it's just, one night I wore that. I forgot what year it was before I had kids, but I was so. I don't know how I got as drunk as I did, but I threw up. I was wearing that black shadow costume, but with the tuxedo, um, little underwear and the gloves, so it looked like I was wearing a tuxedo, but I was a shadow. Yeah, real unique, right? So um, real original. So we were driving home, and I, I, I don't know how it happened. You ever like drink where you're like to a point where you're telling yourself you should stop, but you don't, and you just keep going, and you think something good's going to come from it? It didn't, man. That, oh, my God, I just felt like like I was dying and I had to pull over and just throw up out of my car. I wasn't driving. My wife was driving, but I threw up all over the side of my car. Like I got pictures of it. It's those moments where you just, you wake up and you're like, man, I feel so ashamed. I just hate myself. Why do I do this? You know? Yeah, I spent a lot of those. It was called the 1990s. In the 90s? <laughs> that, that whole decade. <laughs> what year did you graduate high school? We're around the same age, right? You're just a little older than me, I, right? I graduated in 93. Oh, okay. I graduated in 98. 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Once you hit like, once you get to the th- upper 38s, you're like, oh, my back, my knees. <laughs> and you don't want to be like that. But uh, Yeah, that changed. Hitting 40 changed me. Did it really? It made you like more adult? Forever. Yeah, it did. It got, Stop drinking as much. Because you pay for it the next day. Pay, well, not just the next day. Like, if I go out and drink right now, say you and I were to go, like, hey, let's go hit happy hour. Yeah, right. get a beer. Well, I can't just have one. So that one beer turns into, like, five shots and probably about eight, nine beers. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be about 11 o'clock. I'm going to be hammered. All right, time to go get an Uber or CNY cab. Go home. I'm t- I'm tied up for until, like, I'll probably hurt until Monday. Yeah. Today being Thursday, I'll probably Such... tied up till Monday, like in a coma, not wanting to move, my head hurts, all that other shit. I, I, I can't function after being drunk anymore. Yeah, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. It really does. I remember my when my daughter was first born, she was three months old, and I had her the next day. My wife was like, why don't you get out? You know, you need some time with your friends and everything. And 
I was at I, I was on Varick Street singing karaoke with college kids, just rocking out, man, just being me, you know, <laughs> Vanilla Ice all day. I was Ice Ice Baby because I, I know all the words. That's my go-to. Uh-huh. Um, but the next day I had to take care of my daughter, and I was just – I would never do it again. It was the worst day I've ever had because I couldn't even function. Like, and I felt unsafe with my kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's kind of telling me you get those nights where they come along. The opportunity presents itself a wedding. It's, Indeed. Right. You got a hotel room. You, you know, a party where. Vacation. You, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are when the time calls comes for it. But I mean, if I go out now and I have some drinks with my friends, I'll just I'll have a drink or two, yeah. a little tequila or beer or something like the. I'm a beer connoisseur. I like to try them out and see what happens, but I always look for the strongest alcohol content. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Saranac uh, permafrost. It's like, like nine percent alcohol. Yeah, it was delicious though. Was it good? I can't find it anywhere, but it was delicious. Yeah, Saranac makes great products. Oh, they really do. Shout out to Saranac. And the whole craft beer industry is just taking off a lot too. And like the APV, you you can drink these ten percent alcohol now, and they have like two of them and be wasted. Right. Wasted. Right. And I can't drink. I don't know Labatt's Buds. I I I can't do it. You can't do it. I can't. You're a craft beer guy. I'm a craft beer guy. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Nothing. Nothing against them. You know, but it's just... I'm the opposite. I like the old man beer. I like PBR, Utica Club, Jenny Cream Ale. I can't drink the craft beer because for some reason it just goes right through me. Oh, does it? It's like Mexican water through a tourist. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're on the toilet? Yeah, I'm on the toilet. Oh. Especially the next day. And the way it goes down is the way it comes out, too. Really? So you're peeing out of your butt? Pretty much. Uh, and, if it, and if it's a dark beer... I always see... So you see how I was, like, reluctant to... <laughs> we could talk dirty here. So my buddy uh, Sean Lapola says Marcy Discount. They have it there, and that's at Permafrost. Yeah, Permafrost. Yeah. Hey guys, anybody who's watching my Instagram live, if you want to ask a question or talk about anything, a little topic, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, um, what else were we talking about? Oh, you know, we've just been all over the place, dude. I knew this is what how it's gonna be. It's it's great though. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because it, it is magic. Like the con- conversation's random. We we don't finish a topic. And Never do. That's, that's okay. That's the ADD. Yeah, that's okay. It's funny because I got a friend down in Florida, and he's not from up here. He knows nothing about upstate New York. He didn't even know what a Utica was until we got introduced to each other through the internet. And he's like, "What's up with you, upstate New Yorkers? Like, you guys never finish your sentences." Yeah, we don't. That's true. Too. It is. It is true. And people are fast talking. They, I never realized that until he made notice of that. Well, you know what it is. You ever talk to someone and you're like, you're not paying a, attention to one word I'm saying. You're just thinking about how you're going to respond. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what it is. That's our our culture, our area where we live. It's right. It's the common theme. So I really, I try to work at doing that. You know, even though I'm excited to say something, like, shut up, Gary, shut up, let them finish. Pay attention to what they're saying. Pay attention to what they're saying. So, yeah, more people got to work at that. Right on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Gary, I really feel that you should do your own podcast, man. I encourage everybody to do a podcast, but you have that personality. Oh, yeah, I'm a natural at this. You do. You you have the personality. Plus, you live close by, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm from... uh, You should consider it. I live in the Hartford, you know? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I moved on up. but. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was driving, actually, through this neighborhood, and I I grew up on Brinkerhof. Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up uh, Brinker... What was it, Dudley? I lived on, and man, I mean, I see some of the developments, which I think the city's doing great things with that. But some of the other houses I lived in, oh man, I, yeah. I, it's sad, you know. But um, this area is coming up. I noticed a lot of places like, you know, Ocean Blue and downtown. They're really trying. Yeah. Right. With the college being downtown now too. 
Yeah, like yeah. Foot traffic. And oh, yeah. Jimmy John's down there, and they're doing something with that Rite Aid building. Yeah, that's really good. There's some action happening. Have you, uh, has there any been discussion of uh, the hospital and what people think about that, or is that On like, this show? Yeah. Or is that just like we, a... You know, back... So I've got two different Ds. There was the original D, the dot right. com, which we dropped. We had to cut some ties and get rid of that. And now there's the dot net. Back in the dot com day, yeah, we did talk a little bit about it. Right. I I don't really like to touch on politics, though. I did have Google yeah, that t- is politics. You're right. I that did is. have Larry Sharp on the show. He, oh yeah. He sat right in that seat one day. The the guy running for governor. Yeah. Which I gotta tell everybody, they better go out and vote. Too, a good dude. I'm not telling you to vote for Larry Sharp, but I'm telling you to go out and vote. It's super important. And if you don't vote, if you don't vote, you can't bitch. Right? Is I, that right? Do you right. agree with me on yeah, that? Yeah, I, I do agree. Only there's be- so many armchair quarterback political analysts out there that are sitting there bitching and complaining about politics, but they don't even vote. You're not doing shit about shit. No, you have no right to bitch. No, yeah, I, I can't. That's why I can't stand politics and. The both sides and everybody arguing. You don't even know who to believe. I listen to all sides, mm-hmm. um, but still, it's just it's too much noise. It's like do something for the people, like do something that's going to benefit our country, benefit our city, whatever local, the large scale. Who, who cares? But yeah, a lot of people bitch about it. A lot of people have always have something to say. I can't wait for this political season to be over. I'm with. done, man. I'm I'm sick of seeing the signs. I'm sick of me too. It's the, been nothing but slinging mud in this, you know, between Brindisi and Claudia Tenney. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all, all they're doing. They're not even focusing on the issues. They're focusing on how they could bash the other. Right. Right? They're and not even focusing on the issues at all. So not even when it comes to politics, but Here we even, go. even no, but even in life, even in life when you talk to people or, like, you ever met someone that's getting bashed or whatever, someone's making fun of them, bullying them, and you see that person hold their head high and not say one negative thing, man, there's something to be said about those people. I agree. You know what I mean? You held your head high, you stood tall, and you didn't sink to that level. Mm-hmm. It's like, where, where, what happened to those people? They're gone. They are gone. gone. It's like you feed right into it. Even with people with like social media and like someone leaves a negative comment, like Instagram, when someone leaves a negative comment or like on my Instagram, they say, I love that only because I'm so sarcastic and what you're saying has no weight on who I am whatsoever. And the fact that you went out of your way to do it, man, you must hate your life. So it's like, I kind of come back with them in a funny way, but I don't go out to my out of my way to insult people. You know what I mean? So that's, that's I always try to keep truth true to that. And that's how these politicians are. They go out of their way to insult each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. All your it's a bash fest. What do you what do you waste the money on? Right. You know, you're kill them with kindness. You'd get more votes if you just if you're like, oh yeah, they, this person said this about me, but they're really nice and they got a lot to offer. The you know they're they're great to run against. Yeah. I mean, if you heard that, people would be like, huh. Oh, I'm voting for that person. Right. Kindness wins. But, uh, yeah, enough of that, man. Um, yeah, no more politics. No more politics. <laughs> That's not fun talk. That is not fun talk. But Let's I do encourage everybody to go out there and vote. It's next Tuesday. Get out there and vote, people. It's super important. It's, it's important to me, and, and it should be important to the rest of the world or the rest of the country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree, man. Now, wait. You know what I wanted to ask you? So the whole podcast thing. What? Yeah. You know, I'm curious to know because you've always been a good personality. You've always been a good talker and like been yourself. Uh, always admired that about you, by the way. Like when you decided to do a podcast and you know, what was, I mean, you started from scratch, man. How, how'd you like ran, hit the ground running basically. So like when it comes to equipment, when it comes to networking yourself, social media, technology, 
I mean, how does it all come together? It, it just, strange, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, man. And Still it's trying just, to figure it out I, myself. I envy you. You know, I could take my phone and get a and and do that, but where, where do you pick up the viewer? Where do you pick up people listening? What's going to grab their attention? You know what I mean? Is it you see all these podcasts out there? All these comedians are doing it. Everybody does it. it, it it's like anything else. Like, where do you narrow it down to get those viewers to get those listeners to? To hurdle through all the choices they have. Yeah. You know? At, at first, I was worried about viewers and reaching. You shouldn't. Like no, you shouldn't. I don't care. Just no. It's all about putting content out there. Right. If you put good enough content out there, people are eventually going to watch. Yeah. Or, and, you, or or not. You know, it doesn't really matter. It's it's a platform for me to express my opinions and actually talk to cool people every day. Yeah, you I know, know this man. Is, this, I really enjoy that and have people tell their stories. I, that's what I love about it the most is people will come on, tell their stories. I had Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction in that chair the other day. I saw weeks. that. That's I all. Mean, and you were, oh, you've always been a fan, a right? little kid. I was like, a, my 14-year-old self was How going do you get a hold of like these that. people? You just call their agents? Yeah, or, you know, it's just hustle. connections. Yeah. It's connections. And that's the other thing, too, Gary, is I'm very blessed with a great circle of people that I work with. You really, I, you, I am. It, it's good. Good to be in that circle, man, and have those people that you could feed off of and build off of, whatever whatever their skill set is. Yeah, you know. And unfortunately, I do, I don't have that. I've been a very uh, I don't want to say an outsider of my friends, but I've been the unique one to journey off. Well, you know, I moved to California when I was twenty years old with no money in my pocket, my rollerblades. Were you in the military then? No, 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 no. I wasn't in the military. This was when I was trying to be an actor. Okay. So I moved to California and did that whole jazz, and I'm surprised I didn't become a Prostitute, heroin, drug addict. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If I was eating, I was there for a month. I was in a hotel eating cheese and bread. Like I had nothing. I, I mean, I rollerbladed in every audition. Like I, re- I tried. I didn't try hard enough because my mind set wasn't there yet. You know, and uh, unfortunately, it's. I, I'm glad I, I tried that out, but it takes a little bit of luck to go out to L.A. And, and try to do it and hang and bang and go out to auditions. It does take a little bit of luck. If you think about all the struggling actors out there, they all got side hustles. They're all, you know, bartenders or waiters or waitresses or something and like they that stuck waiting with, for the next audition. Right, right. And they stuck with that. Now, you right. know, now I'm at an age where I got kids. I have other people to look out for. So for me to take that chance and do that is it be irresponsible of me mm-hmm. only because I'm, I'm setting, I want to set my family up to be secure and have their, my kids have their education and grow up in a comfortable household where it's like money is not everything. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not money driven at all, but I do want my kids to have what I didn't have growing up, you know, stable household and not moving every couple months or d- doing whatever. But, um, it's uh, yeah, but with technology these days, you can do your content. You know, you you yeah, do well, it now with your Instagram, just well, sitting there, and and that's your voice. This is your platform to, you know, express your opinions and and, and, and I, talk. You know what's so funny? I make these videos, and I'm like, I'm not thinking of viewers. I, I don't get right. me. You shouldn't. Don't, don't get me wrong. Likes viewers. Don't get me wrong. I love the people that watch me. You know, it it makes me want to do it more to see some of these per- certain people that really enjoy my videos and things like that. But. For me, it's just if I'm laughing at it, I think I'm the funniest guy in the room. I'm good to go. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking. Sometimes I'll check with my wife if there's a questionable topic, you know what I mean, where she's like, you could do better. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll do better. She's my muse, so she helps me through through it all. And if I if she watches one of my videos while I'm making it and I hear a giggle, I won. I won because she will not hold any punches. So I'm glad I got that She'll support. She'll tell you if it sucks or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I got that support system. She always builds me up, and my kids – are always trying to tell jokes. You know, I read these joke books to my kids and everything like that. And, then, you know, I told her, uh, she, 
I told my daughter, she asked me what I did. Did you ever do comedy? I said, uh, yeah, kind of. I gave up on it. I just did it kind of randomly, but um, I want to be able to tell her, yeah, you know what? I did. Maybe we should find a new comedy for you, though. I mean, you don't necessarily have to do stand-up unless I, that's what you prefer. I, I do, I do want to do stand-up, mm-hmm. only because, I, but I'm a storyteller, so I, gotta, I, I have to be very uh, disciplined in how I tell. I have to write it down. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thing about and me. And practice it until yeah, it yes, gets in your brain. Have a solid foundation of that joke. You know what I mean? And I, That's what I've been doing. I've been writing all this content down so I could go and not have outside thoughts just focus on myself when i'm saying not at the audience not what they're thinking you know not if they're liking because i could call people out all day i mean you if you you, you want the pete the hecklers oh that that builds me i i love that you so, like the hecklers oh i to a certain extent not when it becomes hateful you know what i mean not when you're doing it just to be a dick uh-huh. you know if, if i'm not funny that's one thing but if you're doing it to be a dick and you hate your life don't go out to a comedy show that's like going out to eat when you're in a fight with your wife Maybe you don't want to go to the restaurant right now. I've waited tables where that was a thing. Like, you're involving me. I mean, I'm here. I'm <laughs> I don't here, do domestic. Yeah, I'm here to bring you like maybe a margarita and some boneless wings. Like, why are you asking me who's right or wrong? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in this, but I will. All right. You want to hear my take? <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> oh man, I waited tables at Applebee's. That was. God, I wish I documented that. Yeah, that's content. It's all oh, right, my right. God, man, the people, the people. Like, who gets engaged at Applebee's? Like, no offense to anybody, but I had this guy come up to me. He's like, hey, it's a real special day. Yeah, I'm going to propose to my wife. I looked at him dead serious. I was like, at Applebee's? <laughs> he was like, yeah. He was like, well, they got the specials and the, the margaritas, but I won't get one for you. And he, like, shut down. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to steal your thunder, man. I don't want to discourage you, but maybe go to Chili's. I got better fries. You know, so I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm just joking, man. Let's do this. Let's let's make this a thing. So I like, is my mic on? Oh, yeah. So I got the whole other, all of the restaurant involved. And they were all, you know, I was like, shh. Something's about to happen, everybody. Put down your shooters and your boneless wings. Things are about to go down. So he got on his knee and he asked her. And it was actually really sweet. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's probably one of the only fond memories I have other than, singing birthday songs to old dudes. It's like, don't come and get... Just because I got pizzazz when I sing the birthday song, don't think I could walk up to every table every time there's a birthday and go and be the guy like, Gary, we have a birthday. It's like I got 50 tables. I have to sing a song now. I'm going to stop everything I'm doing right yeah. now to go sing happy birthday. And of course I'm going to. I'm like not going to... Four or five times a day too, right? Yeah, I'm not going to miss the opportunity to go sing a birthday song. Are you kidding me? I have a voice of an angel. So I used to... Uh, there was an older dude and he was like... He had to be in his 40s. He was like, hey, man. And I was waiting on his table. He was like, it's my birthday today. And you get a free dessert. I was like, first off, let me see your ID. He was like, you don't believe me? I was like, no, I think you're trying to get a free dessert. All right, it's your birthday. You want the song? He was like, yeah. That's why I came here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I it asked after they're eating their meal, I was like, let's get the crew together. So I walk up to him and I give him kind of a seductive version of the Applebee's birthday song, sat on his lap, stared at him this close to his eyes and just (laughs) serenaded him with my voice. If that guy ever goes to Applebee's and wants a birthday song again, I'd be surprised. (laughs) He's going to think twice. Yeah. I like, I kind of, I kind of really, I was, he was like, is this dude hitting? No, no, I'm, I'm serenading you with my angelic voice. Enjoy your shooter. You know, and he was just so creeped out. 
and it was just hilarious. <laughs> it like I love to do stuff like that to people. I remember a couple weeks ago I was at Billy B's with my kids. So I'm playing with all the kids, just having a ball, right? I'm not even paying attention to my kids. I, I think they were outside of the mall, you know, at uh I don't know, what's that jewelry store? What's that old jewelry store that kids used to steal jewelry from? You remember that? Lennon's. No, 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 no. It was like one of those knockoff, not jewelry store. It had all the trinkets and the uh, jewelry girls used to wear. I don't know. Every, all the kids used to steal from there. I don't think it's... Jade East? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it was one of those. No, but um, so I'm playing around with all these kids, and I made it... I wanted to make it known that I was playing with all these random kids in the ball pit, just chucking balls at their face. Like, you, you want to get in. You're, we're going hard. Uh, th- there's no... I don't care if you're little. I'm whopping you. So I whopped a couple babies and everything like that. But um, <laughs> so I see all these parents around him. I get up. I'm like sweating. I'm like, who's yours? Oh, that's little Joey and Billy and uh, little Dominica. I'm like, oh, cool. Huh? So you got like three kids? They're like, yeah. It's like, that's got to be awesome, right? Having kids. I was like, I, I just, you know, I love coming here, but I wish I didn't have to come here by myself. And I walked away. <laughs> so here these parents see me playing with their kids. And now the was that dude here by himself just to entertain myself to see that look on their face like is he, <laughs> he's such a creeper like that guy was just playing with my kid for like an hour and he doesn't even have kids he's a 40 year old man at billy bees yes i am but i had my kids with me so it's just to he's get just a kid playing the role. Well, oh no, yeah it was just to get like a, a chuckle in my head you know what i mean can so, i back up about the birthday song though yeah go ahead 90 percent of the people that you're performing the birthday song to don't want the birthday song correct no, 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 and if you ask for it, you're getting it. Yeah. Like more so than not, it's the it's the asshole family members that are like it's it's Joey's birthday. Right, right. It's like Joey doesn't want a birthday song, dude. I and I will ask people, do you do you want the birthday song or do you want a shooter? Because I'll give you that shooter, and I'll make it delicious. You know the little shooters and the desserts and the shots. So you have the option. You do have the option, but it all de- it was all dependent for me. If it was going to entertain me and I knew someone was going to be embarrassed by it, yes, by all means, I'm singing you the birthday song. We're making memories here, Applebee's, and you're not walking away without one. You know what I mean? So, but if I knew someone was like really nervous, like, uh, wait, it was my, what did we go out for? Oh, it was my wife's birthday. So we were at Giorgio's and we were eating and my wife is terrified to go out with me during those times because she knows I'm going to make a scene. I didn't. I don't want to get her going. So I told her, I'm not going to get anybody to sing you the birthday song. I promise. The whole time she looked like she was, you ever see a deer about to get hit by a car and the lights come on and they're looking around? That's what she looked like the whole time at dinner. Like I'm not, no one's going to sing you the birthday song because she doesn't like those attention. She doesn't want to be the center of attention ever. Um, but you know, we see a friend of ours. They bought us dinner. Um, my buddy Ralphie's dad. Shout out to Crash, by the way, Givenazzo. He uh, he's sitting there outdoing me in front of my wife. He's uh, it, it, like he's sitting at the table. You ever sit with someone near someone that you know, and you you, re- you know really well, and you might as well have dinner, but you're not having dinner. It's like kind of that awkward. Do I stop talking to them? Are they eating? Like, no. Have you ever been in that situation? Yeah. Okay. Well, they were sitting like right next to us, and we were talking for a little while. You know, I did my th- I let them eat. I was polite, but uh, he. He got the, there was one uh, group of waiters that came out to sing a birthday song. And my wife's like, I was like, I didn't do it. I did not do it. They sang to another table. So we're like, in the clear. Sure enough, two minutes later, they come out again. And we're not thinking anything of it. Right to my wife. 
start clapping for her, singing the whole song. So I, to add insult to injury, I was like, yep, it's my wife's birthday. Aside from this, let's sing a real happy birthday song, the whole restaurant. Clap your hands. So the whole restaurant sang her happy birthday. And meanwhile, she's like, you're not being, you're not in front of a firing range. They're singing you happy birthday. And Ralphie's dad, he, he bought us dinner. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. I, I told him. I said, I would have got lobster. He's a good man. Oh, great man. You know, he's. I was like, what are you out doing me? I was like, you're making me look bad. You know, you just bought dinner for my wife. Charmer. You know, so it was, uh, she was She was terrified. But it, it's so funny to see people, when they're really embarrassed, you don't want to do that to them. So I guess that's what I was circling back to at the Applebee's. Uh-huh. If I see they're really terrified and they're not having a good time, it's not a good time for me. But if you're if you're an asshole, you got a bad attitude, oh, it's well, on. It's on. It's on. <laughs> We're getting it. Because for the most part, I feel like nobody wants that song sang to them at all. No, no. They're just there. You have their meal, get their free dessert, perhaps, or the shooter like you, you told. But for the most part, they don't want anybody singing happy birthday. Do you? Yeah, do I you, like it. You do like I it? I like the attention. Only because it's like I want to see what they're working with. So, I'll get up with them. So when's your birthday? Uh, two days after Christmas. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right, uh, we're going out today. Let's let's make it happen, man. I, I'm a fun time. In our kidding? space ghost costumes. Oh, oh, let's do it. Are you kidding me? I look for those opportunities where people got to look at you and go, "What the? Are those two space ghosts?" <laughs> yeah, we're at a convention. <laughs> that, that's a thing. We sell socks and uh, yeah, to you, people with fetishes and wear space ghost costumes. I bet that's a group. Used men's socks and used, space yeah. ghost costumes. Oh man, I still can't get over that. Yeah, it happens. That's a thing. Look at us though. We both finished our sentences and the <laughs> topic. Once. Yes. Can we high five to that one? Yes. All right. Oh, dude, you cracked me up. My wife's watching too. She's she's shaking her head. No, like she's giving me giggly faces. So I, it's a win for us. That's a win. That's a win. Like yeah. you said earlier, you said if the wife chuckles at least once in one of your videos, you won. Yes. So I think we won today. And you know, I'm an average-looking guy. My wife, like w- when you scale us up, she's she's a ten. Yeah. You know, I I believe I'm a ten because I make other people believe it. But if in the grand scheme of things, if I didn't have that personality, I'd be a probably a hard six. Hard six. Hard six. So it's like a lot of people will stop, like my buddies or whatever. They'll be like, dude, how'd you, how'd you get her? Like, are, are you, what are you saying? What are you telling me? That I, I'm not good looking enough to get her? And I obviously I'm joking, but, and I make them feel, no, 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 I didn't mean anything by it, but because uh, I'm funny. Because I, because I'm, funny yeah. Funny how. I'll, yeah, funny <laughs> how. I'll tell you what, and not just my wife. I mean, it, this is a girl when you make them laugh. These are their legs. <laughs> and it's true man you see these guys that you're like how the fuck did he get her he's got jokes he More makes money. he makes her oh yeah 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 that's a thing too and that's that's what i don't have but uh yeah personality man you bring it to the table a lot of these guys that i see they're like single and they're like dude what want you got and, you know they're going for the tens it's like spend two hours with that 10 in a room talk to her ask her questions Nine times, you're not going to like her by the end of the conversation, yeah, because... Chances are there's going to be a communication gap. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. And some of these girls, like, sometimes I'll go out, and I'm a friendly guy. I'm not... I have no bad intentions. Look at the ring, look at the ring, you know what I mean, type deal. And these girls, even if you engage in conversation, they look at you like you are going to roofie them and take them in your car. Like, no, I'm just asking you, what are what beer is that? Like... <laughs> Or, like, do you know how to do that dance? Because I'm trying to get in the youth, and I'm trying to figure things out. Uh, can you floss? I can't. No. I can't, I can't Have floss. Have you tried? I've tried. Yeah. I, it's funny, because I was asking some of these college kids when I was out at on Virick Street. Um, 
about flossing and all that stuff and trying to do the dance and none none i was like can you show me how they're like nah man i'm embarrassed you live one life man you're in college what do you have to be embarrassed about if you could floss floss if an older dude is asking you to floss by all means do the dance you know yeah like why do i gotta feel why do i have to be an age where i'm creeped out i'm awesome you'd want to be my friend so no don't get creeped out by the age man like just learn me give show me make me cooler or what is that dance? Which one? The running like, man? No, it's the kicking one where these kids are doing it to Drake and whatnot. I haven't seen it. <sighs> it's like... like Hang on, let's see. Yeah. Well, how's it go again? Oh, my socks. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like the river dance, but it's kind of like... I don't, I don't know. Kids are doing it really well. Well, I got the floss a little bit. There? I could do a slow motion floss. Like, there you go. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got some them. moves, man. Don't yeah. let me kid you. I got some moves. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm. I cut a. I don't cut a rug. I shred a rug. You shred it. Yeah. What type? What type of you, person are you at weddings? Are you the type of person to dance or sit back idly and watch people dance? I am the type to take full advantage of the open bar. Okay. At a wedding, and then usually when I hit that point, I'm on the dance floor. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's face it. I, I got, could dance sober too. Don't get me wrong. But I gotta be in the mood too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's one of those weddings where you're like, this is boring. Fuck. Like mm-hmm. no one's dancing. Everybody's like sitting back. Like I'm always. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm like you. I like to get the party started. I should be rented to go to weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. Like I should. You should not. I should not have to give you a gift. I am your gift. <laughs> oh, wedding gifts. They're so. Man. Our, our wedding. It was so. It was so stressful to a point where we we're like, are we even enjoying? You're paying for everybody else. Paying for everybody else to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We had a New Year's on the stand at the Stanley. Lovely, lovely uh, facility. Oh my God, it was beautiful. Pictures were beautiful. But we had eggnog martinis. When you walk in, it's like, oh my God, this is the best food. I didn't even eat. I didn't get to eat. I was running around like a maniac taking pictures. But yeah, it was a good time, man. How well, long? How long ago was that? What? Oh, she's gonna hate me for this because we got so two thousand. 11. 2011. New Year's Eve, 2011. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's why I always say 2012. She's like, no, you're going back a year. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, we've been together, what? God, it's 17, 18 years. Yeah, 17 years. She stuck with me. Yeah. Long distance when I was in Iraq, everything. I mean, that's a keeper. Yeah, for sure. You know, loyal girls are so hard to come by. Mm -hmm. Loyal that are just going to, you know, strong and. A loyal person in general. No matter what gender, it's hard to come by. You can't trust people for shit these days. I don't. If I were single, if we got divorced, God forbid, I, I honestly wouldn't know what I would do in terms of meeting someone. I don't even think I'd want to get in a relationship. I want to believe a damn one thing a damn person said if I didn't know you because I don't know. A lot of people are full of shit. Mm-hmm. Plus STDs are rampant. Jesus, I'd make someone take a test. Sign this here, 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 and here. <laughs> Please let me check and. I'll bring you to my doctor to have an examination. Well, it's a good thing you don't have to go through all that, either one of us, you know? Oh, I know, I know, man. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. You're a funny dude, though, Gary. You cracked me up. We got to do this more. Yeah, man. I feel like you you should, and we'll talk about this off air. We like Maybe we should l- get you going on your own podcast or something or just some kind of platform just That'd to be- let you speak your mind on a... a big-headed thoughts, man. Uh, we could do... Uh... Like uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out. It, it, yeah. Sometimes we if have you're these... interested, if I, if I'm impressing you during this whole, uh, it's conversation. not even impressing me. It's just like you can 
you could do this. You're uh, you're a funny guy. You, you, you uh, have that, some, that means a lot. You man. have some stuff. You, there, there's some there's some character in there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm unique for sure. For sure, man. For sure. Are we running out of time or? Well, it, we can go for a little bit. We also have the D line coming up tonight. I got to mention that the football podcast, and I think the baseline is going to have their final show tonight after the D line. So. After now that baseball is over with, um, they're going to wrap up their thing. And congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. I can't believe I just said that, but they were the best oh, team yeah. all year. And then uh, the D-line will be up and rolling probably like quarter after six tonight. And I do got to mention, I, I had a pretty big booking today. I'm pretty excited about this. Next Thursday, 3 o'clock, Vic DiBenedetto is going to come on EC Radio. Get out of here. He's a very, very funny comedian. Dude, I watch. He's going to be at the Stanley on November 17th, and we're going to talk about that, and I want to talk sports with him, and growing up Italian, of course, and he's been up here a few times, so I'm sure we're going to have some real funny banter coming up. That's next Thursday at 3 p.m., and and they also gave us some tickets to give away. So uh, we're working up some contest on that, and Keep your ears tuned to DisruptionNetwork.net, and we'll have more information on that. Some tickets to Victor Benedetto. And I'm looking forward to talking to him because he that dude cracks me up. That's going to be a fun conversation, man. Yeah. Is it just you and him solo? Just me and him. Yeah. You should, you know, because a lot of people get in on a takeaway from the conversation. Not that it's – but he's – you got to have them all to yourself, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be selfish with that one. You have to be. I got to ask him, like, what's the strangest thing his mom ever hit him with? Oh. What's the strangest thing your mom ever beat you with when, growing up? Anything she could get her damn hands on. I remember she had that. It wasn't even a wooden spoon. It was a metal spoon. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, she was this big, man. She was like four foot nothing. And most terrifying individual you could ever see. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is with Italian moms and everything like that. That's what puts the fear in it. They, they raise you to be, to question yourself. Like, why do you got to do that? Make me confident. Don't yell at me for every given thing I do. Oh, yeah, I got some demons because of that. <laughs> so what, a, a metal spoon was the craziest thing your mom ever hit you with. My grandmother used to chase me around the house with her false teeth. To dentures, scare you? To scare me. Like, to, like she'd be mad at me and, like, get start running. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, man. How do you not have nightmares from that? What are you trying to do, scar us? <laughs> now you see fake teeth. You're like, oh, my God. I do. Oh, my God. I do. What's that in the cup? <laughs> what is that? Are you using denture cream? But seriously. Is that yeah. Fix-A-Dent? <laughs> whacked with a broomstick one time. Oh, yeah, broomstick. Oh. Sock? Like a balled-up sock? <laughs> Like a sock in a sock, you yeah. know what I mean. Speaking of socks, like a whirlwind. This shit, this shit hurt, man. Mm-hmm. I I gotta look back. I I probably think of something when I leave here, but there's some weird shit. Yeah, you know, a whole basket of laundry got thrown at me one time. A meatball. A meatball <laughs> from across the room. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm looking forward to talking to Vic De Benedetto next week. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Wait, so you grew up in Italian? How you had? Oh, yeah. I'm three-quarters Italian. Yeah. Three-quarters Italian. Three of my grandparents were, like, pretty much off the boat. Yeah, see, I grew up thinking I was full-blooded Italian. Me, too. Like, it's... I had an Italian flag tattooed on my arm because of this. Uh Uh-huh. Right? No. No. I'm, like, half... I don't even think... Well, my mom's full-blooded, so that makes me half, I think. And I'm Irish. I don't care... I don't don't know what I am. I'm a mix, a little mutt. I think I have some Pekingese in me. Yeah. Little dog. But yeah, we gr- we still grew up in that Italian culture where you know we're eating pasta every Sunday, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then everything was left over for the entire week. Like, how much sauce and spaghetti do you want to feed your kids? I get it's easy, I do, but maybe you want to think outside of the box with that. Like, I'm kind of sick of this, 
You know, I, I hate to say it, but and then my mom started getting healthy. She used to make these meatballs. She'd put the bowl of fried meatballs on the table before dinner. She'd go do her thing, take a bath. By the time she was done, they were gone. Mm-hmm. You got three boys in the house. You're putting those meatballs out. You better lock them in a cupboard or something. Because they're fighting over meatballs. Oh, yeah, for sure. They were delicious. Now, healthy. She bakes the meatballs. Don't do that. Don't. No. Don't take away from me. Don't bake the meatballs, you yeah. know? Well, you need that crusty. Little pinch of salt. Like, no, douse it. You D- want that hardness when yeah. you first bite into it. You know who's really good meatballs? If I could give a shout at Maria's Pasta Shop. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. Best fried meatballs I've ever had. Right on. Yeah, yeah. They're delicious. I, you, when you go in, you can't even get to your car without eating them out of the bag. Right on. Uh-huh. I, I just had Gina Chacha on from the Abraham House, and she... Put me on as a judge for the meatball madness coming up in March. Oh, I pretty I much begged her. That's awesome. So you get to I've eat everybody. To be but judge. aren't you? Don't like when you go to um, what are they called? Potlucks. Like, have you ever been at work and like people are cooking stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I get a little. Just I don't know. Turned off by the fact someone else cooked. I don't know what you did to that. I don't know what you did. I don't know how you cooked that. Do you? Do you have the same standards I do? So you're not a fan of potluck? I'm not a fan of potluck. No? I'm not. Only because, unless it's a family thing. I mean, I'll eat other people's food, but I, I don't know what your standards are. Like I said, I don't know what you're doing to this food. I, will I give it a taste? I don't know. And everybody at work's always like, come on, try this. Try my, try. And they're all so excited about it. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. And they get so hurt. They're like, please, I made this. It's like if the saddest part of your day is me telling you no, I don't want to try a piece of your food. I mean, that's sad in itself. Right. Let's let's move forward from this conversation. Understand that no, I do not want to try that. Okay. Well, growing up in an Italian house, now that you try somebody else's food, you got to question what they cooked. Like, was that made out of a jar? Is it out of a can? What is it made with? How does it taste? Like, what did you make this with? Like, you have to question all that. Right. Right. Did before you before you even sample it? Yeah, and you know people. You know those are people that are like taking sauce out of a jar and like, oh, this took me forever to make. No, it didn't. <laughs> No, it didn't. Don't try to pass that ragu shit to me. I know what it is. Yeah. You may have cut it and added a little spice to it, but be honest. Plus, about I see the jar sitting in the yeah, recycling yeah. bin right now. Be honest what you what you put on the table, okay? Let's keep it real. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's it's hard. It, like at other Italian food, it's hard to kind of compare. Mm-hmm. It's hard to eat other people's Italian food. Especially being from Utica, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got some food, man. We do. We got some food. Like, you go you go to other states and people are trying to pull this off, tomato that's not tomato pie. What are you doing? That's ketchup on like a donut. I don't know what you're even thinking. Like, don't try If you're going to mock it, mock it well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Copy it with some pizzazz. Maybe put your own spin on it and call it something else. Right. You know? And then say, oh, I got this idea from Utica and the tomato pie, even with greens. Have you ever had a greens anywhere else? No. No. I, I, I can't. No, I can't. I'm very touchy about greens, too, because I'll tell you, my wife probably makes by far... Comp- hands down the best greens I've ever had and but she doesn't own a restaurant so when we're talking restaurant compared to it's just what I had I mean I know there's a lot of restaurants with really good greens but she I'm spoiled I'm spoiled with her food and then people when I bring she'll make me all these lunches for work and like she's like are you embarrassed that you're bringing this like are you kidding me one I'm not embarrassed about anything two I will bring leftovers I will stink up the whole place I don't care you know what I mean yeah, I'll, why should you? Yeah, I know. I'll 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 bring an entire. Some people, some people do. They're embarrassed. They're like, I'm not gonna eat like a whole meatball sub and some ziti. It's like, well, I will. So pack it for me. 
thank you. I'm not concerned. I'm What's concerned. To I'm, be embarrassed about. I, I but some people, I, you know, I, she has that quirk. But uh, see, I'm concerned with what's going in my mouth, not what everybody's thinking. So I, I could give. I, I'm at a level of give a shit that people admire. Anyway, so but then people will be like, "What do you got there? What do, what do you got in your plate?" It's like, leave me alone, man. Like she's like Gary. If you have enough, share it with people. It's like no, I'm not no. Because guess what? Once someone gets a hold of your food, they're going to be like, oh, my God, she's hot. She cooks well. I'm getting her. Like, no. I get really, really selfish when it comes to her food and how she cooks for me. I won't share it. I won't. You hoard that to yourself. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. I definitely do. I'll share some food with you, man. Thanks, I'll bring you, I'll bring in some greens. Thanks. You know, you're when we go out in our Space Ghost costumes. Yeah, together. you're a special kind of person. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you deserve that. But people at work, it's like, no, no, man. Bring in your own. Or you ever, like, people try to stand over, like, I'll get pizza and wings, and they'll be like, oh, my God, those wings look so good. Like, thanks. I don't, I don't know why. Because then you share with everybody, and then. Now you don't have any wings for yourself. Well, you grew up in a house with three brothers yeah, or two man. other brothers. It's so, like, so like you had to like fend for yourself. And if you wanted seconds, you probably had to eat really fast. Yeah, it's prison rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're standing hovering over your plate. Uh-huh. So, I mean, <laughs> you got any fun comments on there? Uh, just a couple what's ups. Uh, your brother's both sending hearts, both of them. Oh, oh, We're talking nice, about both nice. of them. And uh, some what's ups from JP and uh, the host of the baseline. He'll be up. Oh, yeah. JP's doing his thing. Yeah. yeah he'll be up tonight uh, talking about. Uh, the World Series and the ending of baseball. Oh, he's got to be so mad. Well, yeah. Well, his season's coming to an end, so now he can prepare for next year. Oh, that's really they, cool they he does that. That's his niche, yeah? They were delivering some good content this year, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then next year, they're going to take it up another level. We're having some meetings about it and talking about what they could do for next year. And so oh, that's cool. Got some good things in the works, man. As you can tell, too, over here, we've got our new set that's designed and all ready to go. Well, it's not ready to go. we got to do a couple more things before we get that all up and launched and we're gonna do. We're gonna launch some new programming and new shows as well. So Are you really? Got a lot of things happening. Right oh there. man, I'm looking forward to seeing all that. That's got to be cool. Yeah, some stuff I can't talk about right now, but uh, yeah, we've that's got fair, some man. Really, really good. Secret ideas squirrel shit. I got it. Yeah, you gotta. You have to. You gotta let people anticipate. Exactly. That's the way to do. It. That's my problem, man. If I'm doing something, even with that Spider-Man costume, I was not gonna tell anybody and just wear it and be like, all right, why is this? Who's Spider-Man? Right. Be this mysterious guy, but of course I can't. Yeah. I can't keep my mouth shut for the life of me, <laughs> so I ruined it. Uh, I'll just get another costume and keep it to myself. You're a funny man, Gary Julian. Tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram so they can follow you along so, and join in the hilarity of your life. Yeah, seriously. I know uh, You know, a lot of people don't have time to watch some videos, but take a little time. They're, they're under two minutes. So my Instagram is uh, bigheaded underscore thoughts. You can find me there. For my stories and randomness, a little variety, uh, father talk, Gary talk, I make fun of myself, embarrassing moments that people want to talk about, they're just too scared to let it come out of their mouth. And then uh, my YouTube channel, same thing, Big Headed Thoughts, I take a lot of my videos and I stream them on there, so subscribe, like, share, I, I don't know all the platforms, just do what you can to get my face and my voice out there because I think if that one person sees it, they're going to be like, hey, he's the guy, we need him. I'm going to be a hot commodity, so everybody who supports me, I will take you to Applebee's to thank you. Yeah, and yeah. sing you happy birthday. I'll sing, I'll sing the fuck out of the happy birthday song to all of you. How long has it been since you worked at Applebee's? So I got out of the Air Force originally in 2002. Uh-huh. Or you, 2000. You're not still there, are you? Applebee's? Yeah. Oh, full-time? No, no, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I got out of the Air Force in 2006 originally um, to get my degree and do my thing, pursue comedy, which kind of fell through the cracks. 
and then uh yeah, I ended up waiting tables at Applebee's, uh you, Aqu- Aquavino, Simeon's, all those places. Do you have that song embedded in your brain? I honestly, for the life of me, I can't remember. I know it was like happy, happy birthday, da, 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 and just clapping your hands and like some corny shit and happy, happy birthday from Applebee's to you. So something like that. Yeah. But I There's wish this whole middle section. Can we Google? I wonder if we could Google the Applebee song because I will sing it. I will sing it with some pride. Um, but yeah, you have to clap your hands and just look really, really bring that forcefulness. And then with that sparkly friggin' candle all hitting your face, carrying that out was like worse. It was like holding a bomb that was gonna detonate. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This something's gonna explode. Like you know those sparklers that are. Like what? This is a fire hazard. All right, here we go. This shouldn't be here next to the microwavable food. Let's see. <laughs> Applebee's is fun, is true. Especially when we sing for you. Good news is we sing for free. Bad news is we sing off key. Bad news is we sing off key. Yeah. One, two. Okay. To you. Yes. Yeah, it was, nuts it was, if I had to sing that oh five my times a god, day. man! You know what else they did too? You had to walk up to the table because they had uh, what was it? The free margarita, the one buy one get one free, and if you didn't share that with the table, they get free margaritas. So it's like every time I had to walk up to the table. Hi, I'm Gary. I'll be your server today. Uh, just so you know, we're, uh, we have a promotion going on for buy one get one free margaritas. Here's the listing of your choice. Salty, good, and fresh, like what, whatever your pitch wants to be. And if you didn't say that, they get they say something and you get free margaritas. So everybody would go out of their way to be like, dude, you didn't say it. Where's my free margarita? Like, seriously, man? So, I mean, and your manager gets pissed. Like, by the end of the night, I'm like, I forgot to say it. They're like, you got to say the promotion. Like, they're dead serious. Like, it's like. It's a thing. It's serious shit, man. Like, this is a promotion going on. This is your job. Okay, you go up to those tables, you sell those margaritas because we can't keep paying for them. Okay, this is going to put you on the bad list. Do you want to be on the bad list? Remember uh, what was that from Office Space and the flare? It's like, fuck you and your flare, man. Like I I'm having a bad day. I now I got to go up to these people. I remember I was sick as shit one day and I, I tried to call in. They're like, no, you got to come in. Like I was dying, man. What would turn you off more from a restaurant than a sick waiter? Imagine if a waiter came right. up to you and they're like, all over oh, yeah, place. welcome to Applebee's. Be like, can I have a different person? Like even a, I don't know. A, 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 no, they, they don't go together. Maybe take the day off, right. you know? So stay home. They had all those policies. Then I had a really big manager. She was a woman and she would sexually harass me. You ever get sexually harassed? Yeah. Like big time? And I've done the harassing myself. Oh, yeah. It's been both ways. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see, I'm not, I'm so polite. I couldn't make someone feel uncomfortable. Like, to a point of sexual harassment? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a gentleman. And nothing against, you know, it's a thing. But anyway, she used to, like, take me and whisper in my ear and, like, pin me up against the wall and be like, hey, we have an opening shift on Thursday. Do you want to work it? Like, yeah, but you could have just said that to me, not <laughs> cornered me in a bathroom stall. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? Like, are you going to eat me? And she was, like, big, like. Could beat you up type thing. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. take, take advantage and i wouldn't be able to like prison rules my wife and i were talking about that like let me know if you got to go man because i feel like i'm rolling on this conversation i don't want if you got to go be like 
Gary, we got to end the conversation. You, all right. You'll know when it's time to go. All right, let's be, <laughs> let, let's let's let's. No, be but on. I want to go back to this woman cornering you in the stall. Yeah, yeah, she would every time. Like, I don't know. She maybe skinny guy. Who knows? I don't know if that was her thing, but yeah, she was trying to eat me, man. <laughs> she was trying to eat me. She took care of me, though. You know, I mean, it's. I don't know if there was a perk to that. I only had sex with her like three times, so. <laughs> we dated for a while. And I'm mad at you, boy. I, <laughs> I, I was trying to get the promotion. It got me more flair, so nice. I was got good. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had the best tables. You have to. I mean, juice was worth the squeeze. You know, we. <laughs> we <laughs> it's called taking one for the team. Yeah, right? definitely. So we were. Ta- my wife and I were talking. She was trying to give me some funny content. We were, she was talking about going to jail she was like gary did you she was talking about uh aggressive driving these people who like aggressive driving is dangerous if you actively go out of your way to find someone that cut you off you're gonna find some danger like you see these videos people getting shots like okay you could cut me off i don't care right like you really i mean maybe older or younger me wouldn't have been no they're not cutting me off and you're gonna follow them no don't do it it's very dangerous just wave your hands in the car and just act like you're yelling. You know what I mean? And don't even yell. And they'll think you're crazy. And they'll pull off. No beef. But anyway, she was like, yeah, some guy, I don't know, it was central New York somewhere, some uh, some guy shot at someone while they were driving, but then no one got killed, thank God. But she was like, that kind of stuff scares me, like texting and driving, like all that stuff. Like, Gary, if, if, you, if you kill someone texting and driving, you're going to jail. Like, I know, Alyssa, you will go to jail. She's like, for manslaughter, I'm like, I know. And because anyway, wait, wh- wh- where was I going with this? So she uh, I was like, well, maybe you don't text and drive, you know, maybe let's not do those things. So you don't end up in jail. She's like, yeah, but what if an accident happens? What if I'm just speeding and I got to get somewhere? And God forbid someone gets out of the car and, you know, I hit them. Now I'm going to jail. I, I, I don't know what I'd do. Then don't speed. Let's let's avoid let's avoid all those situations. I get you're worried about it. I said, you know what stops me from going to jail and breaking the law? Getting raped. <laughs> Cause I would get raped all the time. I'm funny. Like I'd be the the skinny guy, like I'm someone's bitch. Make me laugh. Make me a sandwich. Bite that pillow. Like, wow, my life has really gone down the tubes. I have a boyfriend and I'm wearing a dress. Yeah. And I'm in prison. Some more of the stories don't text yeah. and drive. Yeah, or don't yeah. Maybe that will stop these kids, these stupid kids. Kids are stupid these days. They are. They try to be this tough, like, oh but 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 like guess what? But they're book smarter now. They are book smarter. Because sm- they have all the information right here. Yeah, but But they're dumb because they don't know how to act in society. They are socially inept. Yep. The kid came to my house to sell hockey tickets for a raffle. Wasn't even looking at me. Do you want to buy these hockey tickets? I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't care your cause. You could be, you could be a cute little adorable little kid trying to sell something, a little fundraiser. I don't care what fundraiser it is. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you anybody just walks in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, so, so, all right, you want to sell these tickets? Sell me on these tickets. Look at me in my eye. Give me, give me a purpose. Make me want to buy these tickets. So we got the hockey tickets, and they're like, okay, give us some pizzazz. Let's see, let's see. Build them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk to these kids, they're a shell of people. Right. I get you're good at Xbox. You're good at PlayStation 4, Call of Duty, Fortnite. You can do the Fortnite dance. Can you have a conversation? Can you? Can you, can you deliver a thought? No, because you could text. I mean, you know what I do to stop people from texting me? I'll text them, and when they answer, I call them. 
And sometimes when they don't, I'll FaceTime them. I'll do that too. Yeah. Well, I won't do the FaceTime, but oh, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely call them because you can get a lot more accomplished in a fucking two-minute phone conversation than texting back and forth for the next hour. Right, and then when you don't answer, uh-huh. after you answer a text... That drives me crazy. Yeah, and I'll keep calling you. Yeah. I will torture your soul. Let, let's talk. These kids are so engrossed in their phones. Uh-huh. It's like you see it day and night. Like, my family's bad for it, too. You Like, my brothers. My my brother Jay loves the Facebook. Like, he took a... He watched my daughter the other day put stickers all over her face while she was napping. I told him to. I said, get the wet, get Get some paint. Like, go crazy. Draw her up, like torture her, please. Put some Cheerios on her face. So he takes a picture. He's so proud of it. He's so happy. And then the next day I see him, and he's staring at his phone. He's like, look at all these comments. Gary, look at it. Look, I got like 125 likes. I'm like, that, I, I, I'm proud of you. I really am. I, and I'm glad that feeds your soul. But and maybe not want to sit on your phone during a family moment all the time. Like, you got to tell him, guys, what are you doing? I'm talking to you right now. Stop looking at your phone. Stop reading the comments. Give it a break. And that's kids, like, I know. times a thousand. It is. Like, if my kids do that, I'm going to take their phones and set them on fire in front of their face. <laughs> like, you don't need a phone. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. A lot of people. And I'm guilty of it, too. We're all guilty of it just by looking at our phones all the time, being absorbed into the social media and scrolling for hours. And I know. Checking yeah. out pictures and looking. As much as I hate the political rants, I still read them. Oh, I yeah. I still look at the stupid memes, and, you know, it's my own fault. Oh, me and Tommy Artessa used to get in some fights on... He used to just... I, I used to just say one thing, and I'd be like, well, join the military, Tommy, if you got so much to say, and then off. Off you go. It, we, it, it was fun for me. I don't think it was really fun for him, but... <laughs> I mean, that's why I got off of Facebook, is like, because people... I don't blame you. People can't have fun conversation. It's always got to get heated. Yeah. Whether we disagree, agree... Uh, why can't it just be that? Why can't my opinion somewhat matter? Or, like, why do you got to get so mad about it? You asked me what I thought. Just because I don't think the way you think, we can't be on, we can't have a conversation. We can't be Facebook friends. Yeah, you know what I mean? We can't. It, it's like that with everybody, you know? If I didn't need Facebook for this, I wouldn't be on it either. I would have deleted it a long time ago. Uh, honestly, it demolishes your soul. Like, you could look at something, read. And it's, you know what? Facebook, to the people who are putting out those heartfelt like i'm depressed today i get it yeah. depression is a thing but facebook isn't gonna do shit for you i don't care what anybody's saying to make you feel better i mean maybe someone will say those kind words and take the time to say kind words more so than not it's the people who will say something that's vague and then you ask about it and they get mad yeah you just put that on facebook you put something vague a vague statement and yeah. now you now you're now you're getting upset because someone asked or they were concerned don't put it on Facebook. You're They're, the one looking for the attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. It's all that too. attention horse. You know what, though? I love attention. I love... I'll make a video on Instagram, and I will read... I will look at it over and over like it is the best piece of art I ever made. <laughs> and my wife my wife will make fun of me. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm laughing at it over and over again. I'll read... I'll look who watched it, constantly check the updates. So I'm bad at it, too. You know, but my thing is, my excuse, I put out positivity. I don't sit there and, you know, put out anything negative. That's right. a, that's my big thing. You know, What I put out is going to make you laugh. It's going to make you, uh, you know, maybe make you a little courageous to be yourself and not be ashamed of the things that make us human. And it makes you think, too. Yeah, you know, I mean. This, I those, love watching your videos. Yeah, you stop and think. It's like that random thought, you know, like I, I can't even. What's the random thought? Oh, man, they're bouncing in my head all the time. I'll drive past something and I'll, like, see it. I'm, like, making a video. I'll take notes, making a video, you know, and I'll make fun of myself. I won't make fun of anybody else. 
I, I don't believe in, uh, you know, you. I, I talk to a lot of people that are secretly racist, and you could tell. Right. And I'm like, dude, I can't. Especially on Facebook. Dude, my neighbor is, my neighbor was, I was kind of cool, but he was too much. He was, like, always trying to be broed out with me. Like, I got a curve TV, man. Come over. You want to watch a movie? Like, no. I don't. I'm sorry. But he started saying, like, hateful comments towards the gay community, like, really bad. And it's like, I told him, I said, man, I don't feel comfortable having this conversation. He started getting mad. Like, you're going to judge me <laughs> for not judging other people? Like, uh, no, man, that don't sit right with me. Right. Like, I love the gays, dude. Don't sit there and hate bash or do that in front of me. And the people that do that to get a laugh, or you know the friend that makes fun of you in front of people that don't know your inner circle just to get giggles? Those people are assholes. Right. Like, those are soul-crushing people. Build people up, man. Make fun of yourself. Don't make fun of a group of people and talk negatively about that. Because if you think that's getting giggles, people just hate you. Is that the public service announcement? That is the day? public service announcement. Yeah, man, be positive. Like, be positive. I'll, I yeah. love it. And don't be a dick. Yeah. Stop being a dick. Why do I have to be nicer to everybody? Especially, yeah. you know, you ever w go to a place, a restaurant, and they're, you're nicer on the other side of the counter? Like, you're nicer than the person working there. It's like, I'll stop you. Are you having a bad day? Like, did you get a bad customer? Like, what can I do to make you happy right now? Because you're ruining my day with your customer service. Let's, come on, let's be productive. Help me help you. Yeah, I'll say these things to people, and it's, it's fun for me. Mm -hmm. Because I know in the, I change the course of someone's day. Either whether they have a conversation to talk about, like, yeah, this asshole's calling me out. I'm not even being mad. Or, oh, yeah, this guy made me smile. That's what I do. I could walk up to a random stranger and change their day. And if it's putting myself out there and embarrassing myself, okay. You know? So I got that going for me. <laughs> you cracked me up, brother. All right. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for coming in today. Let's do this again because we could go on for we could go for three days if we want. How to. long are normally your po your podcast? Anyways, like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, We're at you, the hour and a half mark. Do right you now. find people like on the downturn, like as it gets longer, like people stop listening? It depends on who it is. Oh really? You know, a lot of my content and, and as far as people go that follow along, it depends on who's who's on and stuff. Okay. So right. that's I hear that a lot, like in public. You're like, I love to watch you, but I only watch when I know who you got on. Oh I really? hear that a lot. Oh really? So you know, try to keep a Whatever, it don't matter to me. Like if you're watching, if they want to watch it, they'll watch it eventually because you can always watch it on demand at DisruptionNetwork.net. Okay. You know, so you can, oh, it's always out there. Plus on Apple and Google and Stitcher yeah. and Spotify and all the, where podcasts are heard, you can hear it later on too. Okay, good. But a lot of people do tell me that. Like I'll, I'll tune in, but if you have somebody that I don't know, I'll listen to for a second and then pop off. Okay. Or if I do know the person on, I'll, I'll watch the whole thing. So it all depends. It's it's an up and down scale. <laughs> oh, good. Sometimes man. we can have like 3,000 people watching, and other times we can have four people watching. Yeah, so does it throw you off if you have four people watching where you're like, no, I, it, you just keep going matter, with it? Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. You got you to play And again, we're thing. on 10 different platforms, and I'm just paying attention to Facebook right now. That's not the other platforms. Yeah. You know, so I need to pay more attention. Well, to I'll definitely do everything too. I can to promote YouTube, man. You got yeah, an excellent brother. thing going Thank on. You, I appreciate the opportunity. And, uh, I'll probably see you at the Thank You for Your Service comedy night. And I'm glad you mentioned cause. that. It's coming up Saturday, November the 10th, as Disruption Network presents you. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. It's a comedy fundraiser for the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Yep, and do, they need do, a lot. Do you go down there? I do. I, yeah. I volunteer my time a lot. Do uh, you? Yeah, I, I haven't had the opportunity to, but when I do, I really try to makes me connect with some of the veterans, hear their stories mm -hmm. and everything. And it's, you know, that it's 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 a good community of people and it it's is a, it's a good cause yep and uh you know all the money 
It it helps. Well, it, it really does. We're not even taking money at the door unless you want to make a small monetary dona- donation at the door. What we're looking for is clothes and supplies, like gloves, hats, scarves, hoodies, parkas, jackets, jeans, whatever. Any yeah. kind of clothes or non-perishable food items as well. We're taking all that kind of donation or monetary donation at the door. And like I said earlier, all supplies and proceeds to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. And they need that help. They do need that they, help. You know, you get out of the service and you're... And it's, it's, it's like the day before. Uh, Veterans Day yep. too So that's why we're trying to help We're trying homeless. to give back a little bit Yeah and homeless veterans out there That's a shame It's a shame man Because really they're is. the one Protecting our freedom they There's don't know no reason why These people should be homeless well, when it comes I mean to sometimes m- It's a mental health thing It is a mental health thing And it's so frowned upon And these people don't want to Don't want to get the help they need mm-hmm. Because it's I don't, I don't know what it is Pride Embarrassment But get the help you need Yeah You know there's support out there And it's There's other veterans out there to help you the military community it's it's a big circle of people and you know there is uh there's definitely ways to pick yourself back up because when they close those doors and you get out of the military services over it's you're like all right where what do i do it's a different world yeah getting used to civilian to military or military to civilian it's some people don't understand i mean you look at you could look at combat veterans any veterans if they've been to war that's the last thing you want to talk about with them. So mm-hmm. people are very reluctant to bring that up. But me, not me. Yeah. I'll, I, you know, I'm at, You'll talk a, about it. I'll talk about it. I love talking about it only because it's it's a part of me. You know, and it's does it help I, you vent and, and like get things off your chest a little bit too? Talking about it. Well, like I feel I, I I don't want to be the guy to sound like I'm bragging about it. I don't want to be the guy to like fill someone's ear with it. But if they do ask. I'm more than willing to talk about it and everything I've seen, everything I've witnessed. But unfortunately, there's a lot of other people that have been in um, uh, the thick of it. Worse situations. Very worse situations. I mean, seeing your friends die, yeah. you, you know, just tragic near-death experiences. And don't get me wrong, I've been in my fair share of those. But when it comes to combat, my, uh, that wasn't my job. So I really give a big... Uh, a big hug, whatever the case may be, it, uh, the people in the Marines, the Army that are in the thick of it. And not to down any other branch, but, I mean, that that is their job, and unfortunately they have to see a far worse side than any of us, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's more challenging for them because you got the people that come back and they brag about it, and they're lying. If, they, if, if someone's bragging about what they did overseas, like it's some – like trophy here heroic or you know you know none what I of mean? those guys are bragging no they don't what right. the last thing they want to do is talk about right. it and um it's hard it's hard because when you look at someone you tell how many people you killed or you see your buddy die right next to you mm-hmm. what, do, what are you going to say what are you going to say to me to make me feel better about that right. you, you know what i mean so it's it's if anything it, you're going to creep that person out you're, you're bragging to y- yeah you know? exactly and it's it's definitely um it's definitely an issue and people you know, there there needs to be more resources out there for and veterans it, and people in that situation. And it's important for when these guys get out of the military, they have programs such as the Veterans Outreach Center yeah, absolutely. to go to and lean on a little bit mm-hmm. and the VA hospitals and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and they need more programming like this, they, I, I feel. They do. More yeah. funding needs to go towards that only because there's too many of them out there. There's too many of them out there that, you know, get out of combat. What do you do with yourself? Right. How, are, how are When I initially got out, I was looking for a job, and I know we got to end this, but I, w- I was looking for a job. I thought, man, I've been to war. I'm a veteran. I, you know, I, I serve my country, Air Force, good conduct medal, every humanitarian, everything. On paper, man, I look amazing. 
you know? And I thought, wow, I could put this on my resume. Jobs are going to line up. No. No. It's like they shut those big doors, man. How many times did you hear you're overqualified? I never really heard I was overqualified only because... I feel I, like that's a big well, phrase I, getting thrown at vets these days. Yeah, it, that, yeah, that is. But I was a unique situation in that I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I was kind of aiming for every direction. You know, I didn't narrow it down after I got my degree, and I was just kind of going with the flow and seeing where the sun, you know, seeing where that life raft took me. And it put me in some, took me a lot of challenges, put me in some situations like I wasn't cut out for, jobs I wasn't cut out for, and helped me find myself. But in the same sense, there was, there was no, there was no favoritism on that. Sure, it gives you points. Sure, it's, it's, it's good with maybe state jobs and police and firemen and everything, and they really want to help those veterans out. But as for other companies, it's, it's not, mm. you know, you're just a, you're, you're, words on a paper that which one's shinier which which one stands out to me more and i mean the job market and the competition it's Just like it. it really is man I, I don't i don't know how people do it that's that's basically why i you know it's like when i initially got out of the military I hit the ground running right and then i realized reality checked in it's like what am i doing mm-hmm. well, where do i belong i do i belong having that structure you know, because Did it take you a while to find your way? took me a while to find my, find my way, and I'm, I'm actually the person that I've always been. Nice. I'm just a better version of myself, only because the military gave me that. It gave me that confidence, you know, and, uh-huh. you know, gave me that, man, I, I know who I am. Own, own who you are. And, you know, it was a lot to do with the experiences I had I during the military, and I took a lot of positives out of it. Even going to Iraq, even, you know, I'm, I'm an odd duck in that I take a positive out of any situation, and it, if it could be a funny story, if it could be a memory, I'm making it a memory. I'm not taking something that's going to, you know, uh, take away from who I am. Man, I'm, I'm growing because of it. Right. And, you know, so um, initially when I got out of the military, it's like they shut the doors. I'm like, okay, bye. Then, I, then it was like me looking, looking at a party over a fence like, oh, they got new uniforms? I want to I see what's going on, but I can't go back in. So then I took the steps to, you know, I, f- I found my unit where I was and been happy ever since, man. Been the best job I've had. So right Well, hopefully we'll see you out at Wakely's on September. Or I'm uh, definitely. September, November the 10th. Is it November the 10th? November the 10th. The Are, day before Veterans Day. Oh, okay. And it, you said they will be doing open mic nights there eventually. There's yeah, yeah. We'll talk set. about that off air. We're, we're planning some things with that. And okay. I, I already got you in mind for that, bro. Oh, so. good, good. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> guys, I'm hitting the comedy ground running. So come support me and, uh, I'll post on my Instagram when I start doing stand-up, and then when I have a... Uh, You'll be back in here. Too, yeah, I'll so. be back in You'll here to talk, so sure. it's been a good time. Thank you, for man. Sure. I appreciate it. Also got to give love and respect out the EJA Moving Company. Gary, if you guys are looking to move, call EJA at 315-335-0516. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. So when you're ready to move... Have these guys do all the work for you. Yeah, Why break good. your back when you can oh, let these no, guys man, break I'll your back? Oh, no, man, I'll hire some movers. Absolutely. Yeah. You can check them out online, ejamoving.com. Like I said, let them break their back instead of you breaking your back. You know, and it, it's probably better off to get somebody to hire a moving company. I think so. We usually did. when you get your buddies in, you, you get beer and pizza and stuff. But, but they don't care work, about your stuff. How much work are they, they But do? Yeah, but they don't care right. about Yeah, and you're doing everything. You're buying a beer and pizza for you to sit around. And like, come on, get up and move. Right. Come on, you're helping me. Yeah. And Yeah, so I we hired movers last time. The best thing we ever did. The best thing you did, They right? wrap it in bubble wrap. They, like, nurture it like a little baby. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't want to break anything. <laughs> because so. they care. 
Right, and yes. they and they want to keep their reputation top notch. Oh yeah, absolutely, squeaky clean. So yeah. call EJA Moving again. It's three one five three three five zero five one six. Big ups to my boy Eddie Alzheimer over there. And also one more time, thanks to Utica Coffee and my friends over at Nye Volkswagen in Rome. I was just up there today. Big ups to my boy Mike Sacco, man. He's doing some good things up there, and and we had a lot of fun yesterday delivering coffee to the cops. If you want to check out their inventory, you can hop online at nivdubofrome.com and mention the Disruption Network. If you're in the market for a new Volkswagen, mention the D. Walk in there, tell them I know the D. I listen to the Disruption Network all the time. They'll give you two hundred and fifty dollars off any vehicle purchase. Those atlases are sick, man. Oh my god, I, I didn't want to give it up today. I was like going to call. You had to give it up. Well, I didn't have to give it up, but just try, I, tell them you're going to drive. It around just to kind of promote it. Well, I have been for the last week. <laughs> oh, are you balling too? Do you do the lean? Are you doing the lean? I'm not a leaner. Oh, no, I hate I'm the lean. I'm not a leaner. I'm old, dude. I, I yeah, don't, I don't the, lean you anymore. Can't even see their face. Right. Like, How do you driving? What? But, it's unsafe. But the Atlas SEL. The, 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 Supreme, the higher end oh model. Oh my God, that thing is so sweet. It pretty much drives itself. There's the gap sensors, and it slows down when you get too close to the car or on the right hand side or left hand side. The, the rear view mirrors, they'll, if there's a car coming up on the other side, it'll, it'll blink for you. Yeah, those are sharp. The man. stereo systems was incredible. It's a fender stereo system, so it's top notch. Like, right. Crystal clear. Plus, you get satellite radio and all that that comes with it. And it has the, you know, the other thing that drives me, it's, now I think I'm a fan, but at first I had to get a little used to was that uh, the, the automatic shutoff, like when you're at a at red light or something and your foot's on the gas and the car just shuts off. Does it really? Yeah, but it saves gas that way. Wait, do you have to restart it? No, you don't have to restart it. Like once you take your foot off the gas or off the brake rather and, and put your foot on the gas, it just goes. Oh, that's awesome. And it just gives this little hesitant. It, it's very hesitant at first. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know. Because you, you're not used to, get, to it. Right. It took it, a minute to get used to. But after driving it around all week, I got really used to it. I'm like, actually, this is a really cool feature. See, my car my car, my car, car has some of those bells and whistles, but not that. Like, I, it has the analog brakes where it'll stop. Yeah. And I didn't know it. So I was going around somebody, and it just, er, like, just stopped. I'm like, whoa. Right. It saved me, but it scared me. Could it get me in an accident? But, yeah, uh, you get used to it. They really way. much. They drive themselves. Like, the whole day and age of Kit and Knight Rider, it's here, brother. Like, even the cars talk now. I mean, you could put Siri in the car or, or Alexa or any of those um, voices that are out there. Didn't they it's try there. remaking that show? I don't know. What, yeah. What show? Uh, Knight Rider. Maybe. They should with all the cars that are out there these no, days. No, you could put. who's going to do it? Yeah. They can't. The you, Hoff, I'm surprised no one they is gonna, have it. No one's going to do it. They, they recreate everything now. I feel like Slater, A.C. Slater could do it. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe his hair is too curly. I don't know. Mario but Lopez. Mario Lopez, he could probably do it. That's hilarious. Yeah, you, you know, you got a picture. Who could play this part? Play that game. <laughs> we'll play that game next time. But if anybody in the market for a new VW Volkswagen, stop out at 5865 Tabrook Road in Rome and see why all their customers love their Nye VW. Even if you're looking for an affordable car like a Jetta or something, you could get a Jetta for like 18 grand. I mean, it's cheap. That is pretty- And they're so good on gas, man. You could get 40 miles to the gallon on a Jetta these days. Are you serious? 40 miles to a gallon. And 18 grand. Everybody tries to go and upscale and you get a payment that, that you can't three, afford. You can four years. 18 grand. You can knock that out in three, four years. And I can imagine the lease deals. You know what I mean? Got to be. Yeah, there's got to be some good lease deals. Volkswagens are sharp cars. They really stepped their game up in the Passats and everything, but that SUV. That SUV sweet. You know, yeah, it came out after sweet. I got my car. I wish I would have. Really got that. Those are pretty good on gas, too. No, they're not gas. Very, very good on gas. Because I remember I drove... Uh, uh, on the highway mile, she was telling me it gets up to about 32. 32? That's but what my car gets. Then normal, the normal, regular, 
Like it's like 20. City miles is like 26. But that's for an SUV? Yeah. That big? Right. Like, I drove a Ford Explorer a couple weeks ago, rented it, and it, I mean, I put $70 in the tank, and then by the time I drove about two hours, I'm like, oh my God, you look at it, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this hurts. This is hurting my pocket right now. <laughs> right. Let me pull over. <laughs> Fully loaded, that Atlas goes for about fifty grand. But knowing the D, and they shave off two hundred fifty dollars off. Right? Yeah, but fully loaded, forty nine thousand seven hundred fifty bucks. We could get that for you. Yeah, just you by can, knowing us, you <laughs> might be able to. And if you could haggle them a little bit, see yeah. where you where you want to go. Bring just Gary a, with you to haggle. I, I'll with talk. Him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a boss at that. So <laughs> I'll be up at Nye Volkswagen sometime next week too to talk about financing because a lot of people can't really afford it, and if they got ways around people with bad credit and bad income and stuff like that. They got ways around it. So we're going to go up there next week talk about financing. So one more time, check out their inventory at nivdubofrome.com. I got a busy week next week because we're about to sign off here. We've got a lot going on. I can't remember. Vic Benedetto's coming on next week. That's going to be awesome. Uh, I got man. a few others, and I can't think off the top of my head. But, Do you uh, prep your questions? Yeah. When I got for, big celebrity yeah. um, or rock stars coming on or something like that, I will prep. But Tell when I got like somebody like you are friends with, we yeah. just go off the cuff and yeah. just go. You and know? we apologize for all the random unfinished conversations, conversation, but <laughs> it was entertaining to say the least. You can't, oh, you can't I, lie. I got a lot of love and respect for you, brother. I do too, man. A lot That's of love it. and Thank respect you. for you. It was a lot of good good banter today, if you will, and uh, I, you're well, more than welcome to come in anytime you want, man. That door is wide open for you. So. I appreciate that, man. We're going to talk about maybe launching you a podcast down the road as well. All right, cool. Before we get out of here, I want to remind everybody, listen to this podcast and previous podcasts of VC Radio and all the content we have on the D at disruptionnetwork.net. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Twitch, and we're pretty much on all the social media platforms. And if you're checking us out on Apple, iTunes, or Google Play, give us a five-star rating. Please, it would help us out a lot. And you can also check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, all that stuff. We're pretty much everywhere. All you have to do pretty much is Google Disruption Network. And that's us. That's it. Yes. Stick around. The D-line will be up probably right around 630. And uh, also, whatchamacallit, the baseline. The baseline will be going. So, Gary, one more time, bro. Thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for watching, listening, all that stuff. And more to come on me. Big headed thoughts. Big headed thoughts. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. We'll see you next week. See you, people. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. We are a generation of lost masculinity, and we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. EC Radio. Only on the D. Help the D make strides against breast cancer by donating to our Real Men Wear Pink page, main.acsevents.org backslash Utica. It's important for us as a whole to help raise awareness, education, and do our part to help fight this horrible disease. The Disruption team will be raising funds at upcoming events and all our daily programming. Please support our cause by donating a few dollars to our Real Men Wear Pink page. To learn more, visit main.acsevents.org backslash Utica or follow the donation link on our Facebook page. Help the D, save the bees, and put an end to breast cancer. Thank you for your service, you're welcome. A comedy benefit show for our veterans. In support of the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center, on November 10th at Wakely, 700 Varick Street, Utica, join Disruption Network as they team up with 92.7 FM The Drive for this night of laughter. The evening will be hosted by Genesee Joe from The Drive. Performances by Mike Ciccone, Paul Kozlowski, Cortland Kluse, Mike Pelleggi, and DJ Ease One. 
Admission is by donation only. Please bring clothes, socks, gloves, non-perishable food items, or a small monetary donation. All donations will go to the Central New York Veterans Outreach Center. Saturday, November 10th at Wakeley's on Varick Street. Doors open at 7 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. Thank you for your service as sponsored by the D92.7 FM, The Drive, Polly's Barbershop, Nye Volkswagen of Rome, Frank's Guns, and Central New York Seal Coating and Concrete. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen of Rome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new pre-owned or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my Nye VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Taberg Road in Rome or visit us online at nivwofrome.com. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. The Disruption Network is making moves. For upcoming events, news, interviews, and new daily programming, keep in the loop with us at disruptionnetwork.net. Like, follow, and subscribe to all our social media. And check out all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get up on the D, disruptionnetwork.net. Only on the D!